2: That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash swish.
0: Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish
2: and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 169 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie.
0: Allegedly, I'm Sarah.
2: We don't know. Jury's out. (laughs) And this episode is sponsored by Kim. Thank you, Kim. Thank, Thank you. Kim you. Today, we will be discussing the first half of chapter 27 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, the centaur and the sneak. So make sure that you have read that chapter and you're ready to trot your way into the details. Oh. Uh, before we begin, Meg's Mousetails mouse
1: has weekly profit news. So Katie and I just got back from a little staycation at Universal and there was so much new merch at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I was like overwhelmed because usually we go there and we always make the rounds, you know? Yeah, we always make the rounds and like maybe we'll see one thing, but like nine times out of ten, there's no new merch. There mm-hmm. was lounge fly bags, like Harry like nice Harry Potter oh, lounge fly yeah. bags. They're so cool. Passport covers, luggage wallets, tags. Yeah, luggage tag, new masks, which I know it's kind of weird to talk about that. It's just so weird that I have like a collection of masks, but um they had a really cute new Hogwarts mask that is like white and gold. And then they also had a chocolate frog mask and birdie bot's mask. And wasn't there another one? There's two Birdie Bats. Two Birdie Bats. Yeah, That's right. two different ones. Um, so yeah, there was just like, <gasps> there was a ton of the new, new merch and we posted it on our Instagram if anybody's interested in going to see it. The new Quidditch stuff. Oh my gosh. Yeah, oh yeah, there's a whole new Quidditch line that is customizable so you can like get your name put on the back of the shirt and it's like a keeper line. So it says... Ravenclaw Keeper, Slytherin Keeper, Gryffindor Keeper, I almost said Seeker, Um, (laughs) etc. So um, that was kind of cool because they had like a hat and a shirt and then they also had like a bag. And yeah, the t-shirt you can get customized. And it kind of like it wasn't a jersey, but it looked jersey-ish, which was Mm -hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, I really liked it. So... We posted yeah. it all over our Instagram and the stories. Maybe we'll make a... We should make like a Wizarding World merch highlight. Yeah, that's a, yeah, good, that's idea, a good idea. Especially because we go...
3: We don't go to Universal as often as we go to Disney. Um, but that kind of helps out because then when we go, there's more of a chance that there's going to be something new. <laughs> True. Yeah. They've
1: just been a little yeah. bit busier. Yeah. Not a fan. But um, yeah. And then also, I saw... This article about I don't know if anybody has seen This new line Of Lego kits That Lego has been putting out But it's called Lego Art And the one that I saw Was actually at the Lego store At Disney Springs And it was for um, It was for Iron Man I think And Mm -hmm. it basically Is like It's like You create a piece of artwork out of Legos but it like looks mm-hmm. like a frame with the artwork and you can literally like hang it on your wall neat um, mm-hmm. so anyway there they're, it's not actually confirmed but it's looking really good that there is going to be Harry Potter and Disney like new Disney mm-hmm. ones in, t- in the Lego art Um. oh my gosh I can't what am I I'm like i don't know what is wrong with We're my brain all not today? here today it's I know. okay like it's so okay all over the place so anyway there's going to be harry potter and disney lego art kits through lego coming out in 2021 so they um they believe that it's going to be a hogwarts house crest lego art that's going to be oh, released cool. where you can like it's really cool. Like it. Like I said, it's. I think the the size is maybe like an eleven by fourteen or like a sixteen by twenty, something like that. But it like looks like a piece of art that you build and can hang on the wall.
3: I know what you're talking about. We saw those at Disney
1: Springs. I think it was Iron Man. Had, I think it was Iron Man. And what's really Man, yeah. cool about these. Is at least with the Iron Man one, it's one kit, but you can build it three different ways. So you could like pick which picture of Iron Man you wanted to create. So I'm assuming that that theme is going to go to these as well. So like it could be a Hogwarts house crest or like maybe you could pick like your house crest. You know what I mean? Yeah. It'll just be like Mm -hmm. it'll just depend on like how you build it and what you want it to look like. Yeah. And, but cool. but just kind of build cool. Building, thing will come. <laughs> yeah, but just kind of cool because then it like it's like the Lego kit that keeps on giving because like you can build it and then <laughs> yes. if you want to like do it again, you can take it apart and you can build it a different way and it'll look new. But I'm sure that their reasoning behind it is so that you, like, buy three of them. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but they're really, really cool. And then for anybody who's wondering, the Disney one, the rumor is it's going to be, like, a Mickey and Minnie portrait, which would be super cute. So cute. Yeah. That's cute. <sighs> I'm here for it. It is super cute. But anyway, those are coming in 2021, but there's no date. It's This is just, like, a rumor mill, but it... Looks real good that it's going to happen.
3: You know we love rumors here that yeah. that pose new Harry Potter things. Because usually they come true. Usually. From the <laughs> interwebs.
1: Oh, my God. I yeah. totally forgot about the other piece of new merch that I wanted to tell everybody about. They have, I don't know if we put this on the story. Next time we go, we'll have to take pictures. But they have the Fantastic Beasts Wands oh, yeah. oh, interactive yeah. now. So you can get Very Queenie, cool. Tina, Newt, Grindelwald. Can you get Yumbledore? What? I don't know if you can wait, get Yumbledore. As, wait, Grindel- Grindelwald's is just the Elder Wand. Maybe it's, Boo. maybe it's maybe his isn't then. I think that it's, uh, oh, it's no, it's Percival. Because last time I was there. Percival Graves. They have. Percival Graves. And then, uh, what? Oh, Serafina Pickery. Serafina Pick- yeah, Pickery. Hers is beautiful. It has like a pink gem on the end. I I want it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's really, really pretty. Yes, you can get Newt's wand as an interactive wand and like use it. I saw it with my own In peepers. the park. I really want to get Serafina's. I think the next wand I'm going to get is going to be Serafina's. I've decided. Write me out. Okay.
0: You can have it. I'll let you. Thank you. (laughs) Hold on. Did you see? Do you see what this says right here? Hmm. I'm on the website. Universal's website. They have the Elder Wand, but it's not the Elder Wand. And it says Interactive um, Ollivander's Elder Wand, and it's a Death Eater Wand, I I believe. It has a
2: skull. Maybe they just mean it's made of elder. Who knows? (laughs) It's not the Elder Wand University. It
0: looks pretty cool, though. It does look
1: really cool. Last thing I'm going to say about Universal. Sure, sure, sure. Is if anybody is a local and goes to Universal, um, there is Harry Potter merchandise in their little discounted store at the exit of both of the parks. The store that we found the discounted merchandise at was studios mm-hmm. Studio i believe side. and they had a ton of christmas stuff they had like stocking hangers stockings mm-hmm. t-shirts like pajamas. of all the houses yeah pajamas pajama pajama pants they had a ton of harry potter stuff and it was all um discounted like 10 to 15 to 20 dollars off yeah whoa yeah it's at the store that's right a at lot. the exit of the park so okay pretty cool that is cool yes ma'am that's officially all i've got <laughs> okay
2: so in real time life right now it's it's almost halloween we're a couple of days away so kate this just popped into my head i'm excited yeah <laughs> the author didn't write this no thanks for the morning <laughs> i'm just kidding it's not so but i just thought um the right cap this way comes." <laughs> are
3: you sure the author didn't write that well she wrote that but not that oh, way okay. Okay. that was beautiful by the way oh yeah Alright, so things still aren't going very well for Harry and his occlumency lessons. And the most recent one is interrupted by a scream. Seems that Umbridge has finally decided who she is firing, and it ends up being Trelawney. But Dumbledore steps in like the BA that he is and puts Umbridge in her place. Sure, you can fire my teachers, but you can't banish them from the grounds. Sorry, not sorry. So Trelawney can continue to live there, and now... Forenza Centaur is going to be teaching divination, which I personally would be, like, really excited about. Yeah. No offense to Miss T, but... <laughs> Miss T.
0: Is she related to Mr. T? Yes. <laughs> I see the fool! I see the fool! See you. I, the fool I see the fool! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so let's summarize some stuff. So, um what is wrong i was gonna make a twilight joke but i forgot the guy's name what's his name who edward edward laughed. bella and now she's sad and there's a bunch of blank pages oh my god! <laughs> oh my god but it would have been so much better if i remembered his name i could only think of jacob well you know missed opportunities yeah i'd add nutty <laughs> so friends is in the house Woo! Um, that's not what he sounds like that's more of a Remus thing so should have done that you know a couple of books ago Um, and his class has officially started a lot of the students are excited even some of them are like curling their eyelashes with their wand which is interesting to me um, Hermione points out that this is going to be bad for Dumbledore which she's not wrong um, we're is going to try to get revenge she knows it friends tells harry to tell seamus to tell dean to tell haggard that he um should abandon his attempt but doesn't really give him too much more information about that (laughs) (laughs) i mean i had to do it okay da is practicing making patronuses dumb except it's davi almost a dumbledore runs in with a warning umbridge is coming they run Harry gets caught. He gets brought to Dumbledore, where uh, many people are awaiting him, and he gets questioned by Fudge, um, and not like the kind you eat, but you know Cornelius Fudge. Spoilful. Marietta permanently disfigured comes into oh, the room and it is revealed that she God. gave Umbridge information about the club.
1: Permanently
0: disfigured. Permanent. Oh, I have a lot to say. <laughs> I also want to start this off by saying one. I wonder if friends can do a handstand. Two. I don't care how she like how she, how Hermione call like says about him because she's like he's a horse. And I was like, you know, better than I that, also did personally. not like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Sarah, my two my two thoughts. A hand. <laughs> okay. Well, let's. Um... Well, like he's he's a little bottom heavy. That's all.
3: Maybe he's got some sick abs and he can do it. <laughs> he does I'm have sure sick he
0: abs. Does. Have you seen the centaurs <laughs> in the movies? Everybody is fawning over him.
1: <laughs> he ain't got a six pack. He's got
3: an
0: eight pack. He's got like a twelve what? pack. You we'll see that? How many? How He's many abs do pack. like horses have? Horses have like how many <laughs> sets of abs? Plus his own man abs. I need to know the number. How right? many abs? Double abs. Do horses have? <gasps> Whoa I
1: need to know. <laughs>
0: What's
1: going on? And also, again, I just say permanently
3: disfigured. <laughs> I have to say, so Meg was like, you not wrong." Meg was like, "So what? What chapter are we doing?" And we flip to it, and she read the, cha- the chapter title, and she goes, "Oh no, <laughs> At this is both of the same my time."
2: Plan. <laughs> no, no, no. When we get t- to the section, I say, "Katie and I just
0: leave." Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Well, I pulled up a lot of things to say i just have a lot hey to say. say it all oh, we'll, really? it. well we'll just wait till we get there because again i will i would talk for an hour about it we might who knows
2: we just have to be civil with one another never this is not that kind of a show
0: you never know <laughs> welcome to the show
2: okay i never say her name right and someone's gonna Call me out,
0: Parvati. It's Parvati. I know. Is it her name? I always say wrong. I think we say Parvati. Par like Parvar- Parvati. Parvati. Parvati is how I think I've said it in the past. Parvati. Choose. Parvati. Because there's no two. There's only one R. Parvati. Okay.
2: Parvati starts this chapter out in a very extra way by telling Hermione, "Quote, I'll bet you wish you hadn't given up divination now, don't you, Hermione?" And she said it with a smirk. Because there's a new guy in town. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And I'm new in town. So it was after, you know, a few days. Trelawney had been fired from being the divination professor. And Parvati is curling her eyelashes around her wand. And I said, I feel like Sasa would do something. Wait, does it
0: actually do anything? This is when I was reading this. (laughs) I'm like, okay. Like, how are you, like when you have a curling wand or like an eyelash curler, like you go in and you clamp. So like, also it looks terrifying. I would
2: never do either of those things. Magic or not.
0: I've really, as much as my hair is super curly, my eyelashes stick straight out. I just don't have great eyelashes. Part of my Hashimoto's, but I just don't, I just don't get it. So like, is it on top? Is it on the bottom? No, I feel like she's got on top curled up, but like, is the, is it warm? Like, I feel like it's just, her
2: messing around i don't feel like there's any magic involved so then like
0: what's what's the point are you like putting your wand there and putting your fingers on I, your that's lashes? what i thought i think yeah i don't care for that what's the point it's not gonna do anything i don't know i just feel I like it was something that you might you do you just put
3: the tip of your wand on your lashes and then like if you were to do like this it would just like shwoop,
1: curl i bet you it's like a spell that she's doing curlo what if somebody loses an eye
0: that's too close to an eyeball I mean no. I, be somebody's like, firing off I will, buttocks I will say, They're going to be shooting out eyes I will tell you a funny story about me in an eyelash curler or Eyelash, not eyelash curler An eyelash, like, oh I guess it is the wand, like, How the do we get thing.
2: hung up on this first point
0: <laughs> Just wait <laughs> <laughs> Years ago when I was in hair school I like um, I, I remember I was in hair school I was working on a Saturday I had to get up at like, I had to work at 6 o'clock in the morning Where were you working? that um, was at Fairview Okay <laughs> And so I had to get up crazy early, and I remember I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna put some more effort into myself." So I okay. decided to curl my lashes to put my mascara on. Sure. While I had in the past stepped on my eyelash curler, like oh. cut my foot open, like however many weeks before oh, then. Wow. Oh, it's not that bad, but like it would, you know. It sounds bad. So didn't think anything of it. Sure left my curling iron didn't even try to like unbend it because okay. it was kind of bent well then I didn't cut my like I went to curl my eyelashes oh no and then I was putting, <laughs> I was putting mascara on and going wow like, <laughs> my eyelashes look super weird like they're doing the super weird thing well it turned out that it cut chunks out <laughs> Oh, <the> middle lashes <laughs> <laughs> I have like that makes my stomach go Whoop. I mean it was just like Like, you know, have you ever trimmed, like, an eyebrow? Like, it's just like cutting. It was not like, you know, they didn't get pulled out or anything. They literally got the way the metal was. They got a little snipped. (laughs) So you
3: thinned your eyelashes.
0: I spent all day trying to find, like, somewhere. I'm like, maybe I'll go and get basically. It's like, maybe I'll go get lash extensions. Well, they cost way too much money. Mm -hmm. And I was in school and I had no money. So then I was like at school telling my friends what I did. I'm like I can't even like I can't wear my contacts. I'm like because you can't see my lashes. They're like it's not that big of a deal. It'll grow back. I think it took like two months. <laughs> oh my God. All the cool kids are trimming <laughs> their lashes. I was dying like two big chunks right in the middle of each eyeball. Like the lashes were gone. Oh man. Yeah. So <laughs> I just hopefully Pavarti does not do something like this. Pavarti does not do something you like this. You could that. have been, like, your lashes and
3: gotten forty lashes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have done that, <laughs> um, gotten eyelash extensions. It's not for me, mm. <clears throat> but yeah, teach their own. I literally it just didn't work. It, like it irritated my eyeballs. Poor thing. I mean, I have sensitive eyes and skin, and you know, soul. I was gonna say heart, but <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> um, so back to this <laughs>
0: spoons
2: <laughs> she's examining her curled lashes in uh, the back of a spoon at the breakfast table the gryffindors are about to have their first lesson with forens this morning ooh. ooh florence and hermione's like well, I'm, I'm really not too sad about this i don't care for divination and she also apparently doesn't really like horses first of
0: all rude yeah i really ticked me off when i read this because she knows better mm-hmm. you know what i mm-hmm. mean part of me wonders if she's just saying this to make them angry but at the same time like rise above you shouldn't say things like that to people because that's Correct. incredibly insensitive with yeah that
3: statement
2: i was like dude because what uh to insult one another they called Ferenz in the first book a common mule yes mm-hmm. that to me is pretty on uh with that you know what yeah I, mean? I would agree um so i didn't like that i didn't like that hermione again, like
0: it's hermione like she knows but i think her. that she's just trying to be like i think she Anakin. was trying to
2: dig
3: at them and just be like whatever but it's yeah. Yeah. yeah shouldn't have been said yeah
1: go ahead i think that she really is sad about not being able to take divination with friends and this is just kind of her like clap back at Pivardi for just kind of like being yeah. um you think? I, think I don't so. think she cares. No, I think that she is interested in forensics teaching, yes. and wow, well, and I'm by no means saying she should have said that because that is a big no no. But I think that it's her teenage way of like just being like, <laughs> I don't care. But she really does care. You know what I'm saying?
0: I think part of it, too, is, like, we do forget sometimes that, like, remember Hermione with um, Gilderoy, like, she liked him, like, because he was attractive, right? And everyone thinks that Friends is really attractive as well. Like, he's not a bad-looking centaur. Would you say he's
2: hot to trot?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sure. So I think part of her is like, yeah, she really would like to take that class. I just, she shouldn't have said it. Yeah. Well, you know. I
2: agree. So... She doesn't like horses, whatever. Lavender's straight up hard no. Quote, he's not a horse, he's a centaur, said Lavender, sounding shocked. A gorgeous centaur, sighed <laughs> <said> Pavardi. <Poverke. laughs> Either way, he's still got four legs, said Hermione coolly. And, anyways, I thought you two were upset that Trelawney was gone. She's calling him out, though. But, you know, Lav Lav shoots back with the fact that they are sad that their ringleader has gone. And, you know, they went to her office to bring her some daffodils, but not the honking ones that Sprout grows. Pause. Hard stop. Why are you being shady towards Sprout? Why do you need to say pause and hard stop? Because you pause and then you stop it completely.
0: (laughs) Why don't you just stop completely? Because sometimes
2: you have to pause.
0: (laughs) okay but again i don't care for that either like they're being not nice either yeah what the heck who cares
2: if she you know grows giant flowers you should be so lucky oh wait (laughs) wait i
3: thought it literally meant they honked like (laughs) that's
1: (laughs) literally what i thought too wait instead of like honking big ones wait yeah
0: wait hold on wait can you make, a, can you make that noise again
2: <laughs> okay i thought they were honking like those are honking big I, that's no. what I thought. okay I so like... we're split o'malley's and petruses here what did they the author sound. mean
1: Discord. <laughs> Mia says she thought it was a noise. And thought here? it was a noise.
0: Oh, oh we got some more. Are you on Team O'Malley or Team Petris? I need to know. You know, and we started with <sighs> Team Jacob and Team Edward, so it's a new team. Which it one is do you want to? Be in? Wait,
3: Spooky Vibe says that honking in the UK means it stinks. Oh, <gasps> So wait, like like daisies do
1: actually smell, don't they? Oh wait, no, those are
3: daisies. Wait, I always want to say dandelions. Do you mean stinks as in smells bad, or stinks as in like it's not a it's not a nice flower? Like all that stinks.
0: Oh, wait a minute. A p- according to it the old fandom, like the Wikia, it says a honking daffodil is a magical flower that presumably resembles an ordinary daffodil, except for the noise that it makes. <laughs> um, Pomona <laughs> sprout grew some in the Hogwarts greenhouses, but Lavender Brown disliked them, preferring oh. to give regular daffodils as a going away present to Sybil. Where the Chihuahua. heck is this right. second
2: one from? <laughs> well, c- click that, so- toots, shoots, and roots.
0: <laughs> oh, it's from the lexicon? It what the heck is that from? They Hon- were mentioned by Tilden Toots on his radio program, <laughs> Toots Shoots and Roots. He um, promised to tell listeners in an upcoming episode what to do if muggles heard these noisy flowers in their garden. Interesting. Well, I guess
3: we're incorrect if we go by this, but I don't know who this Tilden Toots is with Toots Shoots and Roots. And he said, and we thought Marietta was going to be the big subject.
2: <laughs> well, I'm sorry, I guess let's talk this is about from, honking. Um, the author's no.
0: official website. And then I think part of it too is from Hogwarts Mystery.
1: Shut your face! Oh, it's canon. Wow. It means noise. <laughs> it does mean noise. I mean, yeah,
0: whatever. Either way, I mean, what? rude. This is one of
1: my favorite moments in the podcast. Remember
3: when people ask us <laughs> that in the future? When the Petresces are right. Me well, too. yeah, of course. <laughs> this, but, is, no, this is no like has according when to the weekend, just on, a what, word and then like someone else out of the four of us will take it a totally different way that I've never thought of yeah. before, and it's so cool. Yeah, no, that's good. I love it. Do you it. want to
0: hear what his, Tilden's wife's first name is, Daisy? Of course. Daisy Hookum. Toots, roots. Toots, shits, and roots. <laughs> Toots, shits, and <laughs> roots. <laughs> um, so his radio show, this is from behind the scenes, could sometimes be heard when one switched on the radio and extra, stra- extra stuff prior to the site's redesign in 2012. That was on um, the author's official website that I don't know if it's does still Does that things. exist anymore? I don't know. Huh. It says if he attended Hogwarts, he might have been in the same year as the Marauders. Lily Evans, Severus Snape. If not, he was uh, the year ahead of him. He was born in 59. 50- a- it does exist. 59. They were born in 60 in case you care. <laughs> don't ask me why I know these things right off my noggin. Shits, rits, and tits.
2: <laughs> tits? shits and tits and rits. Okay. So I concede
0: whatever there. She concede. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Harry asks how she is doing about Trelawney if you lost where we were completely um, and she's not doing very well and I don't think any, anyone expected to hear anything other than that because she was, you know, a mess and, and rightfully slow. Slow. That's not what I meant to say. I'm struggling today. Quote, she was crying and saying that she'd rather leave the castle forever than stay here if Umbridge is still here. And I don't blame her. But like, can anyone blame her? I think that everybody probably feels that way except for Filch. (laughs) I think Filch is the only one having a good time right now. Yeah. For real. And Hermione. Yeah says something that is almost completely true because we've all been thinking that Umbridge is really terrible, but she is about to kick it up a notch. Quote, I've got a feeling Umbridge has only just started being horrible, said Hermione darkly. You don't say. (laughs) She is so awful already. And then it's kind of hard to imagine. We already know what's going to happen, but like, could it get any worse? Yeah. Right. But Ron disagrees. He thinks that she can't get any worse than she already is. And that's a hard no.
0: <laughs> it's only oh, just beginning. It's a it hard can. no.
2: Yes. Hermione thinks that she's going to want revenge on Dumbledore for appointing a new teacher without consulting her. Correct, Amundo. Quote, especially another part human. You saw the look on her face when she saw ends And yeah. broken things. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, per usual, Umbridge is a horrible person. Like I can't. There's nothing more that I can say to that to Hermione's statement that you know it was especially because it was another part human. Human. She's just horrible. She's awful, and she hates people and beings and creatures that are quote beneath her.
1: It, ugh. There's not enough words for her, She's the bottom of the barrel. (laughs) Really?
2: So this high position that she has within the school is just a preview of what she will be doing in the ministry when she's heading the Muggle-born registration. So I feel like that's something that we should really think about is, like, the things that she's doing now are things that she's going to be bringing into the ministry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know... Her main mission is she's out to rid the wizarding world of half breeds, quote, and what I'm sure what she would love to call mudbloods.
0: And realistically, it's from this point on, it truly is only going to get worse. Yep. Like what she does to Hagrid is mm-hmm. horrendous.
2: Well, what she does to McGonagall, too, in oh, that moment. Oh, the whole Did that whole sometimes thing. sometimes I forget about yeah. what happens to McGonagall that night and that every student had to carry on as usual. And like During what, that exam. what is so
0: crazy, though, is like she's just so I want to I almost said the words I'm not allowed to say like she is the Bob's number apron. one Bob's apron. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Number one. We just need a
2: picture of her, like a silhouette of McGonagall and just as Bob's apron. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, it should say Bob's apron, cross Bob off of it and says McG's apron. <laughs>
2: Because <laughs> she changes it because she is, she is the Bob's Apron University. <laughs> so after breakfast was over, Hermione went to arithmetic class and Ron and Harry followed Pavarti Lavender into the entrance hall for divination. And Ron is super confused as to why they're not going up to the North Tower for class. Parvati said, you know, never mind, go back. She's really annoyed by this because, you know, she's thinking about who she's going to go see. And Ron's just like, we're going to the same classroom, right? But she looks scornfully over her shoulder at him. How do you expect Ferenc to climb that ladder? We're in classroom 11 now. It was on the notice board yesterday. And I said, yeah, come on, Ron, <laughs> mm-hmm. check the notice board. You're right. <laughs> Is this
0: the- <laughs> <laughs> What is this the first time that um, we see that the classrooms are numbered? Also, that's a great number. Yeah.
2: Uh, I think it is. Is it? Because I know we talk about the dungeons. Do they really have any numbers? The
1: dungeons.
2: Well, children know.
1: I don't know. Dungeon I don't. One, I don't remember. Dungeon two. I will say this: I was reading
0: an <laughs> a, um, a s- internet story, as some people don't call it that, and they like had numbered on the classrooms, and I was like, "I like that's so weird. I've never seen that before." And then I read this chapter and I was like, "Oh, I guess that's where they get it from." Yeah, but I think Katie and I would agree that eleven's the best. Eleven is dingworthy. Ding worthy? <laughs> is that ding worthy? We haven't dinged in a long time.
2: We haven't. I don't even know where my dinger. Is. <laughs>
0: my my, both of them are far away from either one of us. has <laughs> <laughs> okay, got it.
2: Anywho, um, so yeah, check the notice board, Ron, or put it in your planner that Hermione got you for Christmas.
1: Yeah, uh, it's probably still at home. Both are jokes. He <laughs> probably did not bring it back to Hogwarts. <laughs> I bet.
2: Heck no. So let's talk about Classroom 11. You ready? Quote, Classroom 11 was situated in the ground floor corridor leading off the entrance hall on the opposite side to the Great Hall. Harry knew it to be one of those classrooms that were never really used regularly and that therefore had the slight neglected feel of a cupboard or storeroom. room. He would know.
4: Aww. Too soon?
2: Is that too soon? Ooh, oh. Tiffany. When he entered it right behind Ronnie found himself right in the middle of a forest clearing. He was therefore momentarily stunned. As I would be if I walked into a classroom <laughs> and it was a forest. And I really wish we could have seen this in the movies. Mm, there were, you know, a lot of missed could have been a lot of missed opportunities.
0: It could have been. So, like, who did the magic for that? Him? Do centaurs have magic? I think so. I, I I don't know. Maybe Dumbledore yeah. to
2: accommodate. <laughs> him. Maybe
0: Dumbledore. Wait, Dumbledore <laughs> did
2: do it. Friend oh, says that. Yeah.
3: yeah. Oh. When he says it. Oh, well,
0: I like let's... didn't get that he said like Dumbledore made this happen. That's what I explicitly want. Professor well, Dumbledore well, okay, has to tell kindly me exactly... arranged this
1: classroom for us.
0: There but you that go. doesn't okay. mean Pretty
1: he explicit. did the magic. That just means, right. hey, I gave you room 11. Do it it with it, it as you please. Maybe he whatever. drew up
2: some chairs. Yeah. We don't know. Maybe he <laughs> drew up some moss. <laughs> he
3: draw he up some trees. Yeah. Draw up Probably. some grass. Draw up a stump. <laughs> <laughs> so you can sit on it with your rump. I was going to say something with rump, oh, and then God. I couldn't think of anything <laughs> better. <bad at all. laughs> So
2: let's go into the classroom some more. The classroom floor had become springily mossy and the trees were growing out of it. Their leafy branches fanned across the ceiling and windows so that the room was full of slanting shafts of soft, dappled green light. The students who had already arrived were sitting on the earthy floor with their backs resting against tree trunks or boulders, arm wrapped around their knees or folded tightly across their chests, looking rather nervous. And in the middle of the room... Where there were no trees, stood Ferenz, hair blowing in the wind like a Pantene commercial. <laughs> Pantene so we or herbal essence? About... Oh, tough. herbal essence, my bad. Pantene isn't great. We um, talked at length with Sasa last time about Ferenz. You, you, you're going to say about
1: Pantene? <laughs> <laughs> Hold
2: on, I want. <laughs> Anywho. Um, so we talked at length last time we saw about Ferenz, and we know that Ferenz was essentially booted out of the forest
0: almost literally, but basically,
2: like left to basically, you know, stay alive. On him. So, anyways, um, yeah, <laughs> Dumbledore. Appoints him as the new divination teacher. And so both Ferenc and Trelawney are... Oh, wait, never mind. That's after Dumbledore's back. <laughs> <laughs> so both of them essentially teach this uh, class after Dumbledore is reinstated, after, you know, he has a lot of style. <laughs> and... <laughs> oh. <laughs> but Ferenc, to me, is a liberal centaur. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is open to having relationships with witches and wizards, right? Mm-hmm. So friends is like more open to having relationships and working with witches and wizards than kind of staying separate and, you know, only taking care of their own. He's a progressive. Like, I feel like yeah, for Ren's like. I feel like he's the one that kind of read the stars and all of that and knew what was going to happen. Because I think we talked about this before in the first book with, you know, yeah. Mars is looking bright and, and all that jazz. And Mars is bright tonight, is oh, no how a- he says it? No, and
0: and all that lot. jazz!
1: <laughs> there's a lot of Mars talk in my section.
0: okay good what i like in what Ferenc says is like they're like we're just we're looking at the stars we're like and yeah we can get like it could be wrong but like it's just Mm -hmm. you know i I just like the way that he like interprets everything and says like even just how the centaurs interpret things well i think Um, especially
2: with mars like isn't that the god of war and war is coming correct so war is kind of already started um I just feel like he knew and probably maybe tried to talk to the other centaurs. And and this is a resulted in him not being able to live in the forest anymore. And I think doing a series on centaurs for Felix Files would be really cool to do. I think I brought that up last time. But, like, doing Firenze's, um profile and all of that, but then also opening it up to, like, where centaurs like originated in history and in mythology and going into all of that would be pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I think we discussed this last episode when I was reading a bit about it on the internet. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think this would be good. So in 1996, Dumbledore hires Ferenz as the divination teacher when Umbridge, the then High Inquisitor of Hogwarts, sat. Trelawney... This resulted in friends being cast out of his colony because he agreed to teach probably for Dumbledore. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I don't think the centaurs liked that very much. And it was considered a betrayal of their kind. And he was even attacked as we see in, in just a couple of minutes as I read. Um, and they probably would have killed him if not for the intervention of Sarah's Main man, Hagrid.
0: I got really confused. That's my what? Your main man.
2: (laughs) Your main
3: man.
0: You guys just chuckled at the same, like it sounded exactly the same. Your chuckle.
3: (laughs) Is that better? Thank you.
2: And just so we kind of know
1: what... Sorry, no, like, we then said -hmm." said, "Mm mm-hmm at the exact same time together, and then we just, like, looked at each other, like... It's like we share our brain. Okay, go ahead. It's
2: like you're married. Mm -hmm. After Dumbledore dies atop the Astronomy Tower in 1997, Ferenz attends his funeral and pays his respects. And I think... I'm not sure... if we see him later on in seven, let me see where this is from. Oh, it says that they, he shows up in the the battle of Hogwarts. So he's there after Snape um flies out the window, essentially, right? <laughs> like a bat out of, you know, where anyways, back to this chapter, we'll get into friends a little more. I feel like, I feel like we're going to have a lot to say about, about him. So they're in the classroom, right? It's the forest, and right off the bat, the Potter effect happens. Forens is like, hey, bro, we meet again. And there's a couple of err moments, <laughs> and I live for the err moments, right? <laughs> er, hi, said Harry, shaking hands with the centaur, who, who surveyed him unblinkingly through those astonishing blue eyes, but did not smile. Er, good to see you. Er, no, there's not a last err, er, but er, I just thought er, I'd throw er, that er. in there for effect. So Ferenz Ferenz inclines his head towards Harry, and I feel like that's the sign of respect. He's like, kind of like, you know, I I, I respect you, my dude. And he tells him that it was foretold that they would be meeting again, probably back in Sorcerer's Stone when Mars was super bright. And I wonder, you know, like I said before, I wonder if he knew this in Sorcerer's Stone, like my journey with the chosen one isn't over yet. Well, mm-hmm. he did
0: say that he was like, I knew I was going to see you again. Right. He says something along those lines. He said, um, he's like, a, we were destined. To see he said it was again. foretold that yeah. they
2: would be meeting again. So yeah. yeah. Harry then takes notice of the shadow of a hoof shaped bruise on Forenza's chest. And I said, I bet this was a fight for his life, especially now. If he were to ever wander back into the forest, he probably (sighs) wouldn't make it out alive. And so when Harry turns around, he saw the rest of the class just staring at him in awe that he was conversing with friends. And he noted that the rest of the class seemed to be a little bit intimidated by friends. And I wonder... If this is because wizards and witches don't have a whole lot of interaction with centaurs. And so kind of like if I draw this to real time life, when thinking from an educator point of view and a parent point of view, we want to make sure that our children see all different kinds of people. And walks of life and this is why and i'm just gonna pull this out of my head i didn't plan to talk about this but this is why i think it's important that when children are young especially that they're exposed to different kinds of people people that don't look like them people that don't talk like them people um who don't believe the same as them if we're talking about say uh religion and things like this and somebody who's doing something really well with that is actually barbie and barbie has a line of people of different colors people of different body shapes and people of different
0: abilities do you know what her full name is it's barbara millicent roberts that's great. what you're welcome. That's her full name. <laughs> You're
2: so strange. But I just, I saw some of them coming out and I was so happy about it because I do remember as a kid seeing um, a person in a wheelchair and I remember staring because I'd never seen somebody like that before. And so it's good for us to expose children to all different types of people and i think this is why the class feels so intimidated by him because they're not exposed to centaurs there's a lot of
1: hands
0: <laughs> is everyone's hand up i can't see the rest i don't know mine, I mine is not
1: no. who Megan first? go first
0: i don't know whose hand was up first sure
1: go ahead um it's quick i just wanted to say that Somebody who's been doing that since before Barbie would be American Girl, and I just mm-hmm. really love them as a company and highly recommend getting your kids an American Girl doll that doesn't look like them or just what's even better giving mm-hmm. them the magazine and showing them all of the options and just letting them circle one because um and I know that like this has nothing to do with the chapter, but it's a great conversation. My mom sent um. My mom sent the page of all the American girls to pick out for one of my nieces and her cousin. I don't know. She's like my cousin's kid, whatever that's called. And (laughs) (laughs) she literally just circled every single one. None of them, like not even any of the ones that looked like her. She didn't even she didn't even like really the one that that looked like her. She circled all of them, the Mm -hmm. boys, the girls, the one with Hearing aids like didn't matter. She just circled mm-hmm. all of them, and I just thought that that was so great. Kids don't um, know; they prejudice. don't know unless it's taught, or any of that. Yeah. They don't know they really don't. dislike unless it's taught to them to dislike. Yep.
0: Yeah, who teaches Alana not to like me? That's the real. <laughs> it was me, <laughs> it definitely. T- um, what What I like with this situation, well. One going back to like, I I think part of this is like the centaurs themselves don't want to interact with humans, and I think Mm -hmm. with them, they know how it would be one of those situations where, like, because I don't know the whole history, how they've been treated in the past because sometimes humans aren't nice, we all know this. Um, so that's I think is part of that whole thing, but I also love that Harry doesn't realize until, like, he turns around that, like, people are staring. You know what I mean? Like, Harry never realized, like, people would have an issue with Haggard. He's like, oh, I just, like, never, never even crossed his mind for him to be, like, a half giant or whatever. And he literally was like, I don't know what that has to do with anything. And, like, with this, he's just like, this guy helped me out a couple of years ago. He's not super intimidating to me. Like, he's more like shocked that like the teacher wants him to go and talk to him and is nice to him but like I think that's just something about Harry's personality because he never really thinks twice when he's just you know what I mean like when he's like nice to someone he's like whatever like I didn't think that was like a thing yeah um
2: because it wasn't taught to him he's just pure like
0: you know Mm
2: -hmm. be like Harry I get it yeah but like we were saying representation Matters, matters, matters mm-hmm. Absolutely Another reason why I like Shirts there, Creek so much yes. yeah. There is a very I will end my rant with it Not rant, but you know um, There was a study that was done a long time ago With um, black children and white children And black dolls and white dolls And the black children would always choose the white dolls Because they were considered to be the prettiest and when i read that study it shattered my heart
0: yeah. well have you ever heard people talk i can go out about hair all the time and this comes from someone that i have very very curly hair but like people are like oh you have good hair and i'm like hair growing out of your head is good hair regardless right. if it's curly straight wavy whatever like mm-hmm. uh it just that's that's one thing that like i get fired up about i'll even have like so my best friend is black i've done her hair before um, and they're like, you can do that. I go, yeah, I, I know how to do her hair. Like it's just washing. I dry it. You're you're gonna use different products on other people's hair. Like mm-hmm. I would use different hair products on myself than I would on my right. sister because we have two totally different heads. You know right. what I mean? Um, so it's always c- it, kind of frustrating when I get hear that. I was like, uh, there's just yeah. no need like, for it. It's,
2: <laughs> We're beyond that, hair. right? Let's go. You right. know, can we just move on? Can we just be people? That's all I want. Yeah, the word. <laughs> Anywho, (laughs) so the door closes and class begins, quote, Professor Dumbledore has kindly arranged this classroom for us, said friends, when everyone had settled down. An imitation of my natural habitat, I would have preferred to teach you in the Forbidden Forest, which was until Monday, my home. But this is not possible. So Parvati breaks through the silence with her hand raised and she makes a comment. And the teacher in me is annoyed by this because she raised her hand and spoke. And it's like, that's not how, that's not how raising (laughs) your hand works.
0: You needs to learn that. You got to wait
2: (laughs) to be called on. (laughs) I said, just because you raise your hand doesn't mean that you could just start talking. Anywho, she states that they were not afraid of going into the forest because they've been in there with Hagrid for a lot of classes, but Ferenz informs her that it isn't a question of their bravery your griffs. We know you're brave. Oh my god, oh. Tony.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not a question of your bravery, said friends, but of my position. I can no longer return to the forest. My herd has banished
0: me. That's like heartbreaking. Like yeah. literally like almost. I wonder who his family members were
2: bit. in there if they felt the same way. <laughs> you know, I feel like he's disowned. Banished is disowned. You know? Uh, What's that show with the um, people leaving their Amish communities?
0: Aren't they disowned?
1: Breaking Amish. If they leave, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know a whole lot about that. I believe it's like you can go on your rump springers. I think it's what it's roughly called. I don't know what that like to go. Okay. A lot of I don't think everyone chooses to go, but like they choose to like leave, leave, like not to go on their little. Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. So that's, I don't know the whole thing.
2: That's what I uh, I thought about when he uh, left. I wonder what he said. Do they get into that? I can't remember a reading. I don't think so. I don't what? believe
1: so. That they Is it just because Dumbledore offered him the job and he said, sure? That's what's explained in this chapter, at least. It's basically I think like... part of it... There's like, got to be more to it. it like I, I get into I think into he's known as little. being a little
0: bit more like... He let yeah. Harry ride on his back. Like mm, He's a little bit more first, like... <laughs> wants to give them more information kind of thing, you agreeing,
1: know? Yeah. Um. Agreeing to work for a human is considered a betrayal. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Lavender is all confused before realizing that. Who? Lav, Lav. Lav, Lav. Thank you. Um, before he realizing he means that there are more center centaurs then or like, I guess not that there are more centaurs. I think that they all know that there's multiple centaurs, but that they are considered like a a group together. So like because she was like a herd. Like, what do you mean? It's literally just that like they're. A big family, basically. Um mm-hmm. So the the Wikia has not a whole lot, um, but a little bit about the centaur colony, as they're called. Um, So they lived in the Forbidden Forest on the grounds of Hogwarts, and they were led by the centaur Magorian. Um, They have lived in the forest since at least the 19th century, which doesn't really tell us a whole lot because that's, yeah, well, whatever. Um, That's not very long. No. (laughs) But so, like, I'm assuming they probably have lived in there longer. It's just that the Wikia can only say the 19th century because that's all that we, like... Discuss of them, you know? Yeah, I wonder... Hmm... Okay, no, keep going. Um, But besides that, like, the only ones that, like, we know their name would be Bane, Ferenz, Megorian, Ronan, And then they say Torvis, but I think that that is from that little game. Oh, but anyway. I'm so over it! <laughs> I know. <laughs> um... So that is all really that they have to say. So then Dean asks a pretty insensitive question and says, Did Hagrid breed you like the Thestrals? and I think that is an awkward embarrassing turtle well I think that as soon as he says it he realizes like oh
0: why did I speak he sees (laughs) his face
1: Yeah, because friends immediately looks offended and goes centaurs are not the servants or playthings of humans Um, and Dean Mm -hmm. like just gets super quiet and realizes that he made a mistake Uh, and then Pavardi (laughs) asks why have the other centaurs banished you so he explains that agreeing to work for Dumbledore is a betrayal of their kind. And Harry remembers how nearly four years ago, Bane had shouted at Ferenz for allowing Harry to, to ride to safety upon his back, calling him a common mule. So he wondered whether it had been Bane who had kicked Ferenz in the chest. Um, probably. Probably. Yeah. So Ferenz then began the lesson. And I really liked this description, so I just copy pasted it from the chapter. He raised his hand toward the leafy canopy overhead, then lowered it slowly. And as he did so, the light in the room dimmed so that they now seemed to be sitting in a forest clearing by twilight and stars emerged upon the ceiling.
3: That is so
1: so cool. He can do magic. Yeah. Without a wand. can he or is the room set up to do that? you know
0: she's going alexa lower the lights basically clap on clap Clap welcome to everyone's alexa devices that have now (laughs) (laughs) gone. sorry i do not know how to do that or the lights actually turned on (laughs) (laughs) halt i am centaur halt i am centaur Reptar, Reptar, oh gotta
2: find that Reptar, Reptar, <laughs> Reptar. <laughs> I love that Halloween episode, by the way, with the Reptar bars. That's a good oh, in the haunted their,
0: house. Their houses are their um, tongues turn green. Yes, yeah, that's yes. a good episode. A reptar
3: yes. bar they offer at what is it F Y E is does, not good, but it does it's not turn good. It's your not tongue green. green. It does, but it is yeah, but it yeah. Is and good. then it and poisons what I you. Yeah.
0: yeah. It is gross. Things I remember from Regrets Choco, Chocolate Cheese. <laughs> I just remember the episode of
1: Angelica eating the watermelon seed. What about the Clone of the Ducks? Oh, dooks? that's such a
0: good episode. What? The Clone um, of the Ducks? I dooks? like the episode where she the thinks she breaks her dooks. leg. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a Clone of the Ducks. <laughs> um, the one where she breaks her leg, and I say this <laughs> to this day, so however long it's been out, over 20 years. Because she's like laying in bed and she has to call her uncle because she needs, I need a to see you. And I say that all the time.
2: We should start a Nicktoons podcast. Dude, uh,
3: yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: would Let that me just right? add more hours
0: to my day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so here for it. could be called like, instead of so Nick at night, though. it could be like Nick at 30 because we're all 30. <laughs> Don't steal <gasps> oh, our ideas.
1: <laughs> we copyrighted that right now. All right. All right. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um. so friends tells them all to lay back and look toward the ceiling and a twinkling red star winks at Harry as he looks up
0: um,
3: the flirty um, star war.
1: <laughs> what is
0: it good for absolutely nothing huh. ha <laughs> <laughs> Megan's over us <laughs> <laughs> I'm just letting you do your thing, whatever. Chucky Finster um,
1: Ferenz then drops the Reptile on ice. In <laughs> my opinion, Ferenz drops the sickest burn on Trelawney. <laughs> That's also a little bit mean, but oh well. It is what it is. I know that you've learned the names Sometimes of your planets think. and their moons in astronomy, said Ferenz's calm voice, and that you have mapped the stars' progress through the heavens. Centaurs have unraveled the mysteries of these movements over centuries. Our findings teach us that the future may be glimpsed in the sky above us. Professor Trelawney did astrology with us, said Pravati excitedly, raising her hand in front of her so that it stuck up in the air as she lay on her back. Again, doing exactly what Tiffany said not to do. Um... (laughs) wait where oh mars causes accidents and burns and things like that and when it makes an angle to saturn like now she drew a right angle in the air above her that means that people need to be extra careful when handling hot things that said Ferenc <laughs> calmly ridiculous. is human nonsense yeah.
0: but like he's not wrong No, he's, he's not. Not. also she's not wrong saying you should be careful when you're handling hot things true coming true. from someone who has burnt their hands multiple times while cooking pot holders are your friend oh but even sometimes be careful because i've also caught paul hold- i've caught pot holders on fire i almost on past the night caught my spatula on fire a spatula, oh, a spatula. um but i i think here he's like just being really like a very bluntly honest person yes. yeah
2: i don't think um uh i don't think he knows how to like i he's mean not he's not gonna Play around. I don't think you he's don't know. I was like, just yeah. gonna
0: say it. I think centaur yeah. is just very straightforward, and they yes. they don't care about feelings in that way. So like, he's yeah. not gonna be a whole new person. He's just gonna around say humans. what
2: he thinks is the truth. Yeah, yeah. Take it. They're pretty blunt. You want. Yeah.
1: Yes, blunt. Um. So he basically explains that like trivial things such as tiny human accidents are unaffected by the planetary movements and that Trelawney wastes her time on fortune telling. And he isn't here to tell them about that. He's here to tell them about the wisdom of centaurs. It's impersonal and impartial. They watch the skies for great tides of evil or change that are sometimes marked
0: there. I really like that a lot. Yes.
1: So our friend Vinny reached out to me mm-hmm. um, and he wanted to pass along a little theory that the author is probably very well-versed in astrology. Um, he says that because the way Forenz talks about the future using the stars and planets is very much like how his father talks about it. His interpretation of it as a s- his interpretation of it as something representing the natural flow and the inherent order present present in nature is precisely how his dad talks about it. The way friends criticizes Trelawney is like criticize is like criticism from someone that understands it and is criticizing how astrology is both perceived in the broad popular culture, just like Mars having a misperceived negative connotation with burns and bruises and how it is practiced in newspaper horoscopes and the like. Um, are you telling me that my mm-hmm. horoscope in the paper is poop? <laughs> I'm just <Maybe>. <laughs> um, And also just mm-hmm. that like it makes sense that a centaur is the one to talk about astrology as they're the creatures in mythology that are associated with it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of talk about Mars and... Um, So friends then says there are indications that wizard kind is living through nothing more than a brief calm between two wars. Mars, Mm. the bringer of battle shines brightly above us, suggesting that the fight must break out again soon. And how? Which I find Mm. super interesting. Um, So I pulled a little bit from the, Van, like from the wiki on Mars um, sometime let me see here
0: ever heard of Mars bar? I haven't it's like
1: a Milky Way Harry likes Mars
3: bars
0: um, yeah. I, see I'm not milky ways so i guess that like a three month mu- and i don't know how a hundred percent factual this is but i believe that in like other countries not canada and the united states a milky way there is called a mars bar and oh. a three musketeers bar is called a milky way correct me if i'm wrong interesting mm, there's some facts. i also learned that a thousand grand bar a hundred grand bar used to be called a hundred thousand dollar bar or whatever Cause my mom and my aunt were kept calling. i like, that's not what it's called. Those good. Mom, that's what it used to be called. Those, Those are sure high, high city. Man. Man. Yeah.
2: Megan, I have to tell you something. What? <laughs> when I saw your link in here, I don't know why, but it popped into my head. Let's talk about men's. <laughs> what? Instead of shoes. Oh. Oh. Let's talk about men's. Let's men. talk about men's.
3: Oh my God, moons! Talk about moons, moons! Oh my God, (sighs) (laughs) moons!
0: We only have one. Oh my God, we do that we know of. Um, some people believe we haven't been there. Moon, (laughs) moons.
1: The cameraman, (laughs) moon. It was all just a setup. Um, because you know the whole world likes to go along (laughs) with our conspiracy theories here in the United States. They just do things for us, anyway. (sighs) Moon. I just wanted to touch upon the points when Mars is mentioned in the series. So taking it back to Sorcerer Stone or Philosopher's Stone, Mars was noticed to be bright by Ronan and Bane, whom Harry and Haggard encountered in the Forbidden Forest. Um, In, well, right now that we're talking about, Forenz points out Mars during his first divination class and refers to it as the bringer of battle. Um, and then Sybil Trelawney had also discussed Mars in her class, pointing out the fascinating angle the planet made to Neptune, with her orrery and co- and teaching that it causes accidents and burns. Um,
0: but I wonder if that has anything to do with like so Aries, right? Is like the sign. Also, Aries is the god of war. Like, I wonder if that has anything. To do- yeah. I've always been told that Aries are accident-prone. I wonder if that's a correlation. I will say. Probably. I know I'm very accident prone. I should be in Aries then. Just a thought that literally just popped into my head. I trip over Mm. air. Katie. So do I.
3: (laughs) And geckos. No, they trip over me.
0: (laughs) Katie. No, they trip over me.
1: So I was interested. Basically, Mars in current times right now. Is also shining brightly in the air. That is like a thing for the next couple of months. I think, um,
0: like right now in our yes, life, like in
1: real time life, it is shining oh, bright, bright currently. Like a Mars planet, which <laughs> I find interesting because I feel as if that matches very well to current events, and mm. um, I find it interesting that it's called the bring, like the bringer of war. Um, there's just a lot going on in the world and a lot of tension and a lot of division. And to me, it just fits kind of creepily well into life.
0: Don't they say that Mercury's in retrograde right now as well for like, I believe so. Yes.
1: And it's like longer than usual again you know, like to watch some things on the TikTok and there's a lot of talk about like all the crazy things with the planets right now that are really aligning a lot with current events. Um, So I just found it interesting. So I went to astrology.com to pull up information on Mars in general. So Mars is the planet of passion. It's the action planet of the Zodiac. The red planet, after all, should be pretty fiery and Mars does not disappoint. Um, So energy, passion, drive and determination are all right up Mars's alley. This planet commands you. And yes, Mars does rule the military to stand up, be noticed and get things done. Sitting on the the sidelines belongs somewhere else in the heavens. Simply put, Mars speaks to the power and confident expression of the individual which I really liked because I think that like Mars shining brightly in the sky right now could be taken in two different ways. It could be taken in the sense that like there's so much division and there's so much conflict in the world right now. And like a lot of people are talking like, oh, my gosh, like a civil war could happen, like all of these like just a lot of talk. But then also I liked what this said in the sense that like. Maybe it's shining brightly in the sky right now to tell us that you can't sit on the sidelines and you have to stand up Mm -hmm. and get noticed and get things done and just like be confident and hopefully that will help change occur. So I don't know. Maybe it's I think that it's just like. I just find it interesting. So Mm -hmm. take what it take from that what you will, but. I think that with Mars being bright right now, with how it lands this year, just with the time frame of it, um, it's just interesting. So anyway, Harry says that this lesson is probably the most unusual lesson that he's ever had at Hogwarts. They burned sage and mallow sweet on the classroom floor. So I looked up what the benefits of burning sage are and I'm guessing that what they are doing it for is that, where did it go? Well, it, it may help boost cognition. So like improve your memory and focus. So like it helps them focus on the stars and like what they're reading, um, it helps soothe stress, improve your mood, and it may cleanse or empower specific objects um, or dispel negative energy. Mm-hmm. And then mallow sweet, I could only find something about mallow sweet um, on the Wikia, so I don't know. I'm guessing is it only yeah? It's ma- it's magical. I wasn't sure if it was like a real thing or not, but it's a magical herb. So mallow sweet, along with sage, is a magical herb that centaurs burn to observe the fumes and flames in order to refine the results of their stargazing.
3: <gasps>
1: is it like a marshmallow? That'd be kind of Google cool. Oh, my gosh. It made me
3: want a s'more real
0: <laughs> bad. About, I don't know how to read, so I googled mallow sweet, and I was like, "Oh, there's something <laughs> on the Wikipedia." <laughs> marshmallow. She googled uh-huh. marshmallow. No, I googled. No, I googled mallow. Googled. Oh, you clicked on marshmallow. I googled mallow sweet. A Google, but I marshmallow it. came out. And then I was like, "Oh, Wikipedia." Click, and I was like, "Oh, those look like regular marshmallows." And I looked at the name.
1: <laughs> that says marshmallow. Oh my refresh. gosh. Same. Um, so as they're burning sage and mallow sweet, Ferens tells them to look for certain shapes or symbols in the fumes, but he wasn't surprised that no one could see them because it said he said that it took years for centaurs even to be able to do it. Um, and then Ron, as they're like putting out the fire, looks to Harry and says in a low voice, he's not very definite on anything, is he? I mean, I could do with a few more details about this war we're about to have, couldn't you? Which I just find so interesting because you're going to be so involved. Yes, Tiffany?
2: Yeah, agreed with Ron, first of all. Yeah. Second of all, I appreciate friends being not surprised that no one could see anything because like we've been saying, as long as this podcast is, is that divination is not something that everybody's gonna get
1: yeah yeah
2: and that drives me crazy how they it just drives me crazy how they're graded on it it should be like spots no grade just take it if you want to if, you, if you're good cool if well, you're all would right say,
0: like, if you show up and you do your work then you it's like a pass fail you know yeah, what i mean yeah mm-hmm. can we do this um, like it drives me nuts cool. i just want to say one thing we didn't start the fire Ryan did, because he was trying to make a cheesy
2: pita. What? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Come on, guys. Katie gets me. Ryan started Uh. the fire. (laughs) (laughs) I had a friend that was offended that I'd never seen The Office. And he's like, well, since I haven't listened to your podcast, and I responded with, well, are you in The Office? Is that on the same level? And he's like, oh, I get what you mean. Because he was like, what? It's been a minute. We'll since start I one called Office
3: it. Chicks. Oh, oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Office Women, <laughs> Ladies, Office m-ladies. Ladies of the Office, Miladies, the Gloria.
1: Um, the bell rings, and then Ferenz wants a word with Harry, and he tells Ron that he can stay too, but he has to close the door. So then. He looks over at Harry and says, Harry Potter, you are a friend of Hagrid's, are you not? Yes, said Harry. Then give him a warning for me. His attempt is not working. He would do better to abandon it. His attempt is not working, Harry repeated blankly. And he would do better to abandon it, said Ferenz, nodding. I would warn Hagrid myself, but I am banished. It would be unwise for me to go too near the forest now. Hagrid has troubles enough without a centaur's battle. But... What's Hagrid attempting to do, said Harry nervously. Friends looked at Harry impassively. Hagrid has recently rendered me a great service, said friends, and he has long since earned my respect for the care he shows all living creatures. I shall not betray his secret, but he must be brought to his senses. The attempt is not working. Tell him, Harry Potter. Good day to you. And I just said dot, dot, dot. Grop. <laughs> Grop. <laughs> Crap, poor Groppy. All I heard was goodbye. Can you hear Fozzie licking his eggs. chops?
3: No, I can't. Oh. Oh, okay.
2: Quit licking your chops, dude. I don't want to. Don't look at me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I forget that he's like this. The movie is so different than the books that there's so much I forget and like so much like. We're literally on chapter, what, 27? Is that what we are? Out of 30-some, right? 38, 39 chapters. So, like, we're obviously more than halfway through this book. Mm -hmm. And and we haven't even met Gropp yet. It's just so wild that, like... He's there. Like, think of all the stuff that's happened in this massive, like... I'd say this is three-fourths of the book, right? (laughs) But, to be honest, a whole lot of kind of nothing you're not wrong i mean some like all of it's really like the meat very much building it's like if it's like a sandwich it's like a real thin piece of layer on the bread on the bottom all of the meat and then all the extra stuff that's just like got some flavor to it (laughs) give me the mustard (laughs) do you get what i'm
2: saying no i get what you're saying it's kind of like when you're eating a burger and somehow your bun
3: ratios get off as you i hate that isn't that the it's literal the worst, worst? And you get yeah, to the end and you're like oh that's my finger there's no more bun it's terrible <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like top, bite the top bun and then you bite your finger <sighs> that's the worst awful yeah. dude bun to burger patty ratio it's you gotta have it spot it's important. on. Important. don't let that don't let that burger slide mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> i am the person like i will take it apart just to put it back together so it's all like yeah. but sometimes on top of each other just run out of bun I guess.
3: I never run out of bumps. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> um, So if you remember, not too long ago, the uh, Quibbler interview was the big Quibla. talk. The Quibbler. And the happiness that Harry had been feeling from that um, was pretty much gone. Because March had been dull. And that turned into a squally April. And I had to look up what squall meant. Like... I don't know. I just didn't know what that word was. So if you didn't know, it's a sudden violent gust of wind or a localized storm, especially one bringing rain, snow, Mm -hmm. or sleet. So for example, low low clouds and squalls of driving rain. So basically, it was a rainy April. Ohio gets squalls.
0: Mm -hmm. My whole life is a squall. April showers bring May flowers. May
3: flowers bring pretty and also, okay. Harry's life seems to be one long series of worries and problems. Again, and it's going to be that way <laughs> Me for too. like a while, Harry. So buckle up. And Umbridge was still overseeing all of Hagrid's care of magical creature lessons. So it was hard for Harry to get this message along from friends. It's been at least a month now. He's trying to pass it along. Finally, he comes up with the idea with like, oh, I've. I lost my copy of Fantastic Beasts. I need to talk with my teacher and not be overheard by Umbridge. Um, and Hagrid, even now, like I don't even know how long this has been going on, but Hagrid's described as having puffy, blackened eyes. So something's still going on. We know Harry doesn't. Um, and at first, when Harry tells him the message, he looks taken aback. Um, but then he's like, well, friends, he's a, you know, he's a nice bloke, which It was autocorrected to block. He's a nice block. (laughs) Um, But he doesn't know what he's talking about. The attempt's coming on fine. To which Harry goes, Hagrid, what are you up to? Because you've got to be careful. Umbridge has already sacked Trelawney, and if you ask me, she's on a roll. If you're doing anything, you shouldn't be. And then Hagrid interrupts him and says, There's things more important than keeping a job. Don't worry about me, Harry. Just get along now. There's a good lad.
1: That, like, really is good advice, though. he makes
2: a very good point, even though, you know, what he's doing is scary, right. but it's still to him family yeah, to
1: him. It's worth it,
2: you know, and and there are more important things than keeping a job. Right. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, so but then have a choice. But then. Yes. So it's like it's so hard.
3: Think of how it's so hard, important. This mystery thing is to Hagrid though Because you know he Absolutely is honored To be a professor at Hogwarts So for him to say Mm -hmm. this is more Important that's big And the mystery Really is big if you think about it
2: (laughs) It's such a It's so difficult To think about that though Like There are more important things than keeping a job But then you have to think Well how do you take care, you know, of yourself and your loved ones if you don't have that job? Right.
3: Ugh, that's just on a deeper level actually, that some of society needs to change. And life isn't all about working until you're I too need old people to work. To be I, I
0: I cannot live without health insurance, so I have to have a job. Correct. So that's for me like, as much as I would. I don't hate my job, but even if I did, I I, I mean, I'd have to have a job that gives me health insurance. Otherwise, I would have to pay for it out of pocket and I wouldn't be able to afford it. Mm-hmm, right. Which is a big struggle for not only me, but millions of Americans. Correct.
3: Again, we need some changes. I'm currently mm-hmm. struggling mm-hmm.
1: with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good.
3: It's good. Oh, and guys, by the way, on top of all this stuff the hair is dealing with, it's still O-D- OWL time for the fifth years. And all of Actually, them are feeling... I, like, forgot about that. A little bit of stress, right? <laughs> Poor Hannah Abbott fellow Puff. She's the first to have a breakdown. She burst into tears during herbology of all classes. like That's like the puffiest of Puff classes, right? And she (laughs) sobbed and said she was too stupid to take exams. She wanted to leave school now and Madame Pomfrey had to give her a calming draught. The poor thing. In case we haven't covered it, I think we have. A calming draught is a potion used to calm a person down. Oops, did not mean to ding that. After they had suffered a shock, trauma, or emotional outburst. For more on this, Please listen to our mental health episodes, Don't Call Harry Crazy, Parts 1 and 2, and then follow the Don't Call Me Crazy podcast. I could ding for that. Yes. So Harry thinks that he would be, quote from the book, extremely unhappy if it wasn't for the DA lessons. He sometimes felt that he was living for the hours he spent in the room of requirement, working hard, but thoroughly enjoying himself at the same time, swelling with pride as he looked around at his fellow DA members and saw how far they had come. Indeed, Harry sometimes wondered how Umbridge was going to react when all the members of the DA received outstanding in their Defense Against the Dark Arts OWLs. What a stick to the man, for lack of a better phrase. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think Harry's just got to feel so good about that. Mm. And they started working on Patronuses, which everyone's so stoked about because I'm sure when they first, anyone who didn't know back in the beginning when they were like all skeptical about this group, they all found out Harry could produce a Patronus. Um, and that's such a high level of magic. Like if Harry Potter could teach me that, awesome. Um, Bob Zeper. Right. And everyone, or Harry has to keep reminding everybody like, look, awesome that you guys are like getting the hang of this. But, like, it's really different to be here in the middle of this brightly lit, calm classroom. There's no threat of, like, a real Dementor. Um, And Cho, like, kind of shoots him down. She's like, oh, don't be such a killjoy. They're so pretty. Um, And her Patronus is a swan. So from the Tumblr that we like to reference, those with the white swan have a beautiful heart and are often sensitive. This can cause those with the white swan to be easily hurt by others with ill intentions. Those with the white swan are courteous with others and have a very pure soul. I feel like Cho is... I
2: forgot about Tumblr. (laughs)
3: Tumblr. (laughs) A sensitive soul, so. Um,
2: She's... For real though. Is Is Tumblr still a thing? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes. They made some changes to their website and I think a lot of people didn't care for it so they left. I don't know how... Like, I I haven't used it in years. Same. Years! Years! Yeah. Yeah. I just always forgot to swans are cool swans man yeah
3: and harry very patiently but he's like they're not supposed to be pretty they're supposed to protect you i don't know if harry's ever like been able to really appreciate a patronus because he the first one he cast he was in some serious danger um Mm -hmm. but then he goes on he's like you know what we really need is a boggart shout out to my boy remus Cause that's how he learned. <laughs> <laughs> and lavender. I just want to
2: bring attention to our listeners that she put <laughs> shout out to my boy in all caps
3: and spelled boy b o i. Um, but lavender goes. But that would be really scary. Oh, what, what do you laugh? God. What do you think this is for? Just like funsies? Come on. Yeah. Um, Wizards chests. Right. Um. But she can't she's not able to do it she can do like kind of a little bit of a non corporal Um, but she can't actually produce one yet and neither can Neville and he's trying so hard he's literally sweating and Harry reminds him like you've got to think of something really happy and Neville says I'm trying so is he really having mm. that hard of a time coming up with like a happy memory that is sad to me probably strong ones
2: maybe Yeah, you know? this makes
0: me want to cry
2: But I bet they are few and far between. He Uh, has a hard
3: time. I, yeah, not that I think he's like a hard time, an unhappy kid. But I don't think he has found his happiness yet. I think the DA is starting to bring that out in him for sure. Because after this, he just becomes a total BA. He thrives after this. Yeah, but right now, I mean, that isn't surprising to me. I don't think he. I mean, he's not confident in himself. I don't think he has been able to develop any, like, real good core memory like that that would be able to produce a Patronus yet. It's sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we do find out that Hermione's Patronus is an otter, which is adorable. And I went back to the Tumblr. If this was your Patronus, then you are bright, adventurous, and fun. Always looking for something to do or something to think about. You want to learn and explore. You're people-oriented and become lonely and jealous easily. If the otter is your patronus, it's likely that you have good problem-solving skills and a depth of knowledge across several subjects. Mm -hmm. And then from WizardingWorld.com, I liked this little point. Um, According to the 18th century charms researcher, Professor Catalyst Spangle, that's a cool name, the Patronus, quote, <laughs> represents that which is hidden, unknown, but necessary within the personality. So to face something as evil as a dementor, a person must draw upon resources he or she may never have needed. And the Patronus is awakened the awakened secret self that lies dormant until needed. So for Hermione, her carefree side is usually buried under an endless stack of homework. Yet her Patronus animal frolics around and is playful without a care in the world. So I really really like that i like that yes sarah maybe scratching her head um <laughs>
0: no i yeah i was talking or i was thinking about i remember someone saying so we know hermione's is an otter i don't know if we see ron's now but his is a terrier and they were, i remember seeing on the internet like mm-hmm. way many years ago and it was like did you know that terriers like to chase otters and then i was trying to google it to be like is that true and i think it is i remember
2: reading that too otters are so cute it makes me want to just Dude, cry! They're adorable.
1: I love otters, especially. But they're also like crazy feisty, especially the yeah, otters. So, like the from internet says, like
0: Jack Russell oh. Terriers are mm-hmm. well known to chase small animals such as otters, foxes, rats, badgers, and cats. So cute.
3: Also, Hermione has a cat. Shout out to the mm-hmm. London Zoo because we got to see otters like super close, and I saw them playing with a rock. It was so cute. <laughs> oh my it God. was really cute. Anyway, Harry notices like kind of out of the corner of his eye. Thank you, Iggy, that the door opens meow. to the room of requirement and it closes again. But he doesn't see anybody actually enter. I would be like, whoa, this is like a secret society. Mm-hmm. Like what's going on? But Harry's just like, eh, mm-hmm. until he feels like something tugging on his robes. And he looks down and it's Dobby. And at first he's <laughs> like, hey, Dobby, you know, like when he's like, wait, what's wrong? Because his eyes are, quote, wide with terror, and he was shaking. Um, oh. The whole DA, like, falls silent. Everyone's watching them, and the few Patronuses in the room just vanish. And, like, you can just kind of, like, feel yes. the excitement and the happiness just sucked out of the room. Sucked. Yeah. Kind of like a Dementor. Like a Dementor's kiss. Jinx, you only call...
4: Yes.
2: It's gonna be very warm by the time it gets to you. I like warm Coke.
0: Just vend her vend her vendor, Venmo her enough money for a Coke right. a well, vending machine.
2: 50 cents. We're going 90s price. You can get a fountain drink at the ballpark.
3: <laughs> um, so Harry's like Oh, I'm sorry, I, I skipped something. Dobby came to warn Harry and he says that the house elves were warned not to tell. So obviously all this time, Ooh. Dobby's trying to punish himself because he has these old habits.
0: Who, who told them not to tell? I wonder if Umbridge did. Yeah, and then I'm she rich. said, if you don't listen to me, I'm like, you have to punish yourself because she seems that type mm. of person that would do that. Do and you that think she had like
2: them like on the lookout for like suspicious
0: activities? I'm oh, sure. Probably. And does then not su- threaten does them. not Surprise me in the least. And again it wouldn't surprise me if she was like I'm the headmistress here or whatever I'm the head of high inquisitor Whatever her her fake title is Um, And if you don't listen to me like Hurt your hands or whatever You know punish yourself
3: I want her to step on a lego so bad She's gotta jump into a lego pool I want her to To step all over lego art Yeah That we talked about Agreed (laughs) That would hurt So Harry's like what Uh. happened Dobby And Dobby, of course, either Umbridge says something or it's just him not wanting. Yeah, he doesn't want to go against orders. He can't really get it out. He refers to a she and Harry asks who this she is, but he thinks he already knows because what other she in that castle Mm -hmm. would induce this kind of fear in Dobby? Um, So he's like, do you mean Umbridge? And Dobby nods and again, tries to punish himself. And Harry goes, what about her? Dobby, she hasn't found out about this, about us, about the DA. And he reads the answer on Dobby's face. And he's like, Is she coming? And Dobby lets out a howl and goes, Yes, Harry Potter, yes. So Harry gets up quick and he looks around and everyone's terrified. And he's like, What are you waiting for? Run. I'm like terrified, yeah. just like reading this. You know. No. I know the feeling. <laughs> So they all hurry through the, or hurry to the door, they burst through it, and Harry can hear him sprinting down the corridors, and he's thinking, like, I hope they have enough sense to not try and make it all the way to their dormitories, like, it's not quite curfew yet, there's the library, there's the owlery, like, please have some sense and just duck into wherever you can, make up a story. And Hermione has to yell to Harry to come on, and I kind of like the idea of Harry feeling like he's, like, the captain that has to go down with the ship, mm. like, he wants to make sure everyone else is out first before he even cares about himself, um... So he looks at Dobby and he's like, this is an order. Get back to the kitchen with the other elves. If she asks you whether you warn me, lie and say no. And I forbid you to hurt yourself. (laughs) Like, talk about thinking under pressure. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say that's like good thinking on his part. Mm -hmm. Because also that would give it away if he's like lying and he didn't try to smack Mm -hmm. himself or something. Um, So Harry runs for it. He's looking left and right. He's just catching like glimpses of heels around corners. Everyone's just hurrying away. Um, And he's thinking, there's a boy's bathroom ahead. Like, if I can just get there in time and pretend that I've been there this whole time. But he doesn't really make it. Dumb. That is a sad tweet.
0: Alrighty, Rue. Are you listening? Wait, are you ready to listen to me talk for... You should have said, Are you no. ready
1: to listen to the blue? Because that would have rhymed. Yikesaroo.
3: Let's listen to the blue. No, she said, Alrighty, Roo. I know.
1: <laughs> oh, but
3: Shut Tiffany's Yikesaroo. Got it. This well, I always say, Alrighty, Rooski.
0: For babes in a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't rhyme, but. <laughs> Before you start, can I bring up. Jimmy
2: Wazlib in the chat sure. <laughs> says, but can Harry give Dobby orders? He's a free elf. I think that I Dobby respects Harry so much. Yes. Yeah. Um,
3: I think he would kind of do anything for him. In Dobby's brain, he like almost sees Harry as not a master, but like, yeah, like you said, he huh. just respects him so much. Like if Harry master, tells me yeah. something, I trust it. Yeah, 1000%. That's
2: like me and I mean that should be like you and your spouse you know and that's why Marty has to go I'm joking when I believe the things that he says when he's making outlandish claims. He's
1: joking <laughs> I like, and I don't get his jokes. I like what Marcus <laughs> says how he said Dobby is free to take orders from whoever he chooses.
3: Mm, that's true.
1: Mm-hmm. So and, and yeah because of like the respect that he has for Harry he chooses to take orders from yeah. Harry. R-E-S-P-C-T
3: Dobby. Respects, Respects Harry.
2: Harry. Womp womp. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you almost had it. Yeah.
2: <sighs>
0: okay. Right. So Harry's running um, and he gets tripped by Trip Jinx. And now that's not like a Jinx where it's going to like send you on a fun trip. Um, <laughs> but it's the one that makes you feel like you're being tripped. <laughs> this is like, it basically how it's told by Harry's views. Um, he, like, felt like he was getting pulled by the ankle. So that's how you're getting tripped, not, like, going away somewhere fun.
2: Ooh, I bet that hurt when you fell. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Especially on he the castle He fell, floor. and then he
0: slid for six feet, it said. Blech. And I had to, like, read it and then, like, picture it. So, like, I didn't know if he, like, felt like someone grabbed his ankles, and then he fell, and then he went, like, I don't know if he went forward six feet because he was running so fast, and it all just happened quickly, or if he, like, went back. I don't know. Anyways, he like turns around and we see that it is um, Draco Malfoy, who was the caster of the curse or the jinx, really, not the curse. Um, And so like Umbridge then comes around. She awards him 50 points for catching Potter. She also tells him to like run along, see if he can find anyone else. And this is just a little quote from the book. Tell the others to look in the library. Anyone out of breath. Check the bathrooms. Miss Parkinson can do the girls ones. Look at your hand. I know, <laughs> so like you can see, because um, I guess like do they ever get told? I don't know because I haven't finished reading the book yet. Okay, because like in the movies, they all get their little Inquisitorial That's not how you say that word. In- I don't S- think. S- <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not my strong suit. um, So medieval. I didn't remember. I don't remember if Parkinson if Pansy gets a a pin. Um, I don't, I don't remember who's standing up there. I remember Blaze uh, and I remember Draco. Um, to be know. honest with you, I don't remember. So like, we uh, now see that like she has other people looking for these folks out in the hallways. So she has Harry Potter by the arm. I don't know why I said his full name. She's like gripping him and she <laughs> takes him to the headmaster's office. Um, and so like on the way there, Harry's kind of thinking like, oh, I hope everyone was able to like. Um, get away. I really hope no one got caught. It's kind of like where his thinking is going. Um, Just fun fact, Fizzing Wisby is the password to get in. Mm. You can buy those at the Wizarding World, I believe, correct? We've eaten them, right?
1: Yeah. They're good. They're delicious. I like them.
0: Um, She doesn't even bother knocking on the door. She just lets herself right in. Here's another quote from the book. The office was full of people. Dumbledore was sitting behind his desk. His expression serene I don't know what I was going to say. The tips of his long fingers together. Professor McGonigal stood rigidly beside him. Her face extremely tense. Cornelius Fudge, Minister of Magic, was rocking backward and forward on his toes beside the fire. Apparently, um, immensely pleased with the situation. Dude, his fall from grace. (laughs) If he ever had any. Woof. Kingsley Shacklebolt and a tough-looking wizard Harry did not recognize with very short, wiry hair were positioned on either side of the door like guards. Ridiculous. I don't remember who that was, and I meant to look it up, and I didn't, so do we know? A wiry-hair um, person? I'm assuming like it's just do. another horror. I think... Look it up for me, like I a good it's podcast Eric. it's post. Eric <gasps> <gasps>
3: <gasps> Tiffany!
0: <gasps> oh, <jinx>. oh. Oh. <laughs> it's Sorry. Send, send it hilarious. back. <laughs> <laughs> um... And the speckle, or the freckled bespectacled form—that's hard. I know. Freckled you bespectacled. You know what I called it? I wrote instead like bespectable, like respectable, he but bespectable. Not at the moment. And then it was like that word spelled wrong. It was like I know. Um, so. Like the way you talk to yourself. Well, whatever. You know the word. He's got uh, glasses on. <laughs> Form of Percy Weasley offered excitedly beside the wall. A quill and a heavy scroll of parchment in his hands, apparently poised to take notes. Fun fact, the reason why Percy didn't have glasses in the movie is because oh, yeah. they wanted Harry Potter's glasses to stand out. Mm-hmm. I just thought mm-hmm. about that. No one that else has a lot to have glasses. That's what Chris said. Oh, So Harry frees himself from um, Umbridge's grasp and she informs the room that Harry was on his way back to his common room, but Draco cornered him and Fudge is very pleased with this information and then he kind of like informs her slash like the room that he's going to have to let Lucius know what a great thing his son did. His father will be proud. He's going to hear about it. He's going to (laughs) so hear about it. (laughs) He then asks Harry if he knows why he's there and of course Harry's like, duh like I'm not dumb I know why I'm here um you know with all of these people it's a lot and he's like kind of almost forming his words and he notices Dumbledore who isn't looking at him directly he basically kind of moves his head back and forth to answer like so he wants Harry basically to answer the minister with a no um And I've lost my train of thought. Okay, I found it. So he goes to say, he's saying yes, and then he's like, no, I don't. He like changes right in the middle. Yeah, And so Fudge, he was like, um, are you sure? And he's like, nope. (laughs) Like, I don't know. (laughs) Why are you laughing? Um, are you sure? (laughs) Uh, Excuse me, Harry Potter. I'm pretty sure you know why you're here. Oh my God. And he's like, no, who's Harry? (laughs) Um... (laughs) <laughs> so another quote from the book there was a lot of quoting because i was like there's a lot of good things that i don't want to like just paraphrase basically yeah so fudge looked incredulously from harry to professor umbridge harry took advantage of his momentary in uh, inattention to steal another look at dumbledore who gave the carpet the tiniest of nods and a shadow of a wink now that carpet is just one lucky <laughs> piece of uh you know fabric, life. fabric but it melted sure. I was going to say that, but I didn't want to say it. So then Fudge asks again to confirm that Harry has no idea why Umbridge has brought him here and that he's breaking school rules. He's like school rules. Nope. No idea. Um, I love it. And he's like, well, what about those ministry decrees that you like were like against? He's Fudge is now being very angry. Like he's angrily asking him, what about the decrees? My decrees, man. Sarah, That's exactly how he I, love this. I was in the room. <laughs> You were in the, room, in the room, room where it, happens. Where it happened. <laughs> oh my God. We're all in the room so where it Harry, <laughs> Harry isn't aware of any decrees that he's broken either. Like, <gasps> I don't know, fudge. <laughs> so he's basically saying, like, Harry isn't sure how he's going to get out of this. He's like thinking he's like, they must know that he's lying. He obviously knows that he's lying. And so he's basically kind of thinking like, OK, I'm sealing my fate i'm gonna totally get expelled um and another quote from the book so it's news to you is it said fudge his voice now thick with anger that an illegal school organization has been discovered within this school he's like yeah i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> What? and then he basically was like umbridge my dude uh go get our informant and or no she says um dude i think we should bring out our informant and he's like yeah that's a great idea so then she like leaves a few minutes later she comes back and she's gripping the shoulder of marietta Edgecombe, who is hiding her face in her hands guys it's getting to that time oh. all right just katie katie let's let's just go can you guys warning let you. us know when
3: you're done and then tell us to come back
0: <laughs> <laughs> i want to know your opinions as well i have a lot to read you have well, so many peppers Yes. <clears throat> a plethora. Don't peppers. be scared, dear. Don't be frightened, said Professor Umbridge, softly patting her on the back. It is quite all right now. You have done the right thing. The minister is very pleased with you. He'll be telling your mother what a good girl you've been. It makes me sick. Um, so she's looking up at Fudge. Her mother is, uh, Madame, I don't know why I said it again, (laughs) Madame Edgecombe from the Department of Magical Transportation, flu Network Office. She's been helping us police the Hogwarts fires, you know, and he's like, oh, that's so good. (laughs) That's what I think about that.
4: Um,
0: and so he's pleased with this, with what he hears and he's like, oh, like mother, like daughter, but he's like surprised, like audibly, like moves back when Marietta kind of moves up her head or like moves her head up and he catches himself on fire. So then he has to stamp his robes out because he literally walked into flames because he's not bright. Um, and,
1: That basically causes her to, like,
0: hide her face more. And another little quote from the book, but not before the entire or the whole room had seen her face was horribly disfigured by a series of close-set purple pustules that had spread across her nose and cheeks to form the word sneak.
2: Horribly disfigured is a quote.
0: Horribly disfigured is a quote from the book. Ooh, you might be changing my mind. I'll also point out that she still had them the next year. Months later. (laughs) So Umbridge tells her to kind of like forget about your pimples um and move like move your robes like so you can tell Fudge like what you told me. Uh and so she like wails again. So then Umbridge kind of goes into what happened with Marietta. Another quote from the book. Well, Minister, Miss Edgecombe here came to my office shortly after dinner this evening and told me that she had something she wanted to tell me. She said that if I proceeded To a secret room on the seventh floor, sometimes known as the room of requirement, I would find out something to my advantage. I questioned her a little further, and she admitted that there was um, to be some kind of meeting there. Unfortunately, at that point, this hex, she waved impatiently at Marietta's concealed face, came into operation, and upon catching sight of her face in my my mirror, the girl became too distressed to tell me any more. So in that whole sentence or statement, I question and this is just part of like my other things I'm going to talk about is like, what do you what does she mean when she says I questioned her a little further? Like we know because we see her ask for Veritas serum like was she's slipping that into her drink. Um, I don't know. That's fair. Or threatening her family, um, threatening her mother's job. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I would say that both of those are plausible. We do not know anything about Veritaserum being used. I'm just saying that is completely just... But she she was getting but, it from Snape until his store of it was, was done. But there's was no gone. confirmation anywhere, anywhere, that Umbridge used Veritaserum on Marietta. So I don't really think that we can assume that. I will,
0: but she's done it. Like she, she tried to use it on Harry. So yeah. why wouldn't she try to use it on someone else? That's what I'm saying. Especially
2: if Marietta came with a little bit of info. I will be the devil's advocate
3: and point out that even if the question her a little further part led to the hex coming out, she still chose to go and snitch.
0: I this is well. I'm going to read. So I really liked this. There's a MuggleNet article that's called In Defense of Marietta Edgecombe. There's a lot of things I pulled out because we've had this conversation... We have. ...where I just... I it, I, it, I don't like... I don't like this at all. I hate that it happened to her. Do I think what she did was right? No, but at the same time, we're also seeing this from Harry's point of view, mm-hmm. from the point of view of someone that was betrayed, and I get it. Like, I I I can understand all of those things, and I think, like, when it boils down to, like, the whole ethics question is, like do the means justify the end or does the end justify the means and it all, you know what I mean? Does that make, do you, do you guys get what I'm saying when I say that? So do you know what I mean? Because
1: at this point in the story, we don't know the end or like, you know, like we, I, like I, that's how I'm taking it. Like at this moment in the story, we don't know the importance necessarily of the DA. I mean, like, we do but not everybody does or whatever you know what I'm saying like Marietta doesn't is that what you're saying
0: well and uh, I'm what I'm saying is I I think that what happened to her is horrendous and I hate it like it makes me sick because like if if she still has these because I think even the author had said like yes I think after a few years like they weren't as visible but she's still going to have scars on her face that last the entirety of her life and they live for a very long time longer than the average human so a choice that she made and we don't we don't know what happened we don't know if umbridge cuz she mentions her mom and her working for the ministry being like if you don't tell me like i can make your mom lose her job and we have no idea like what that whole situation is like do we know that this lasts no her
2: life no
0: Umbr or the author literally has said she's like they after a few years like i think they went away but i think she was scarred for life like i think that's how she put it she's like she she had some lasting scars okay but at the same time like she's how old here 16 17 years old Mm -hmm. and she like just think back when you were that age and like as much as like people say like oh it doesn't matter what you look like it like uh, when you're out in the public you were talking about people staring yeah When you're 16, 17 years old, your hormones and everything like you're just your emotions are everywhere. They're about to start a war that they don't really some of them know what's happening. So like for her to go through this, like is life changing in a horrendous way. She didn't want to be in this in the first place. Hermione never told them like it'd be different if she said like, hey, don't talk about it. Like, you know, when you're signing a contract and you should, if you ever sign a contract, read all of the stipulations so, like, they had no idea what they were signing. I just don't like it. So I'm going to read this article that's in defense of Marietta Edgecombe. Sure. <clears throat> and so this is from Michaela. Um, it was by her on MuggleNet. So it says, Marietta Edg- er- Edgecombe, a traitor, a coward, a sneak. That's the impression Harry certainly seemed to have of her, and thus it's the impression the readers got of her. But is it truly fair to rebuke her so harshly? Sure, it's easy to dismiss her. She's not a prominent character, and she sold out the DA. However... Before we condemn her, it might be a good idea to put ourselves in her shoes. We don't actually know that much about Marietta as a person. In fact, she rarely ever speaks in the books. Pretty much everything we know about her is through other people. So it's worth remembering that she never had a chance to defend herself or explain her own motivations. We only get to see her actions through the lens of others, and that will inherently have a bias. I think that it's important to keep in mind while considering her character. The first thing I want to point out is that Marietta never wanted to join the D.A. Cho fully admits that she made Marietta come with her, that Marietta hadn't wanted to join due to the potential consequences of doing so. Specifically, her parents had forbidden her from upsetting Umbridge since they um, since it could have been negative consequences for their jobs, particularly her mother job, mother's job at the ministry. Those aren't minor worries, the kind of fear that could be would be stressful for an adult. And Marietta was a teenage girl. Yes, there were other kids her age, like Cho, willing to take those risks, but that doesn't mean Marietta's fears are invalid. So as we examine her betrayal of the DA, it is worth noting that her membership had been coerced. As such, it could be argued that she didn't really owe them her loyalty, especially when put in the position of choosing between her family or her friends and them, her family and them. What did I say? Whatever. Between her family and them. Next, I want to examine Marietta's actual betrayal. The details of this aren't spoken by her. Actually, she doesn't speak at all during the scene. Instead, it is Umbridge who relates the tale. And I think we can all agree that she's far from a reliable narrator. so the truth is that we'll never know for sure exactly what happened when marietta went to umbridge's office but let's examine what we do know marietta seemed to have gone to umbridge's office of her own accord it's unclear why she would do so after six months of meetings instead of uh going doing so earlier but it seems to be implied that this is related to her parents in some way perhaps they were putting pressure on her or she was growing more worried about them we just can't know. However, we do know that the message she chose to tell Umbridge was a slightly vague one At how, about how Umbridge might find something interesting if she went to the room of requirement. Marietta hadn't completely sold out the DA, not yet. She does ultimately reveal that there will be a meeting there, but what I found interesting is that she only revealed this after Umbridge, quote, questioned her a little further. Again, Umbridge is not a reliable narrator, so we don't, we can't know what happened. But thanks to other events throughout the books, we do know that Umbridge is the kind of person who's willing to threaten, torture, and use Bear to on children to get what she wants. Of course, maybe she didn't do any of that. Maybe Marietta simply cracked under the pressure, but even that would still just make her a teenage girl who couldn't stand up for something she didn't even want to be a part of in the face of her parents her teacher, and her government, and I think that's a little understandable. So now we come to the ultimate fate of Marietta, permanent disfigurement. We know that Harry thinks she deserved it, but did she really? Is it truly fair to have her branded for life because of something she did as a scary teenager? In this case, I have to disagree with Harry. I think it's easier for him to write her off because he himself has left little time left to lose by standing up to authority figures like Umbridge. His family is gone what did I say? I said it wrong. So he has little left to lose by standing up to authority figures like Umbridge. Mm -hmm. His family is gone and his friends already are already in the thick of it with him. So I don't think he can empathize with the position Marietta was in just Mm -hmm. because Marietta let her fear rule her and wasn't as brave as Harry doesn't make her an evil person worthy of disfigurement. After all, the world isn't split into between good people and death eaters. It's
2: a really good point about Harry not being able to empathize with her. He, he can't, mess around. He literally wow. can't mess around. And I think Hermione being in that position with him knows that she also cannot mess
0: around. I Here's my take on this. I'm not saying what Marietta did. I'm not like saying like, Oh, I totally agree. Like I would do that. What I'm saying is I don't think the punishment fits the crime personally. I think it's, it's one of those moments that like, just, it just makes me cringe. I just don't like it. I think that, I think that Hermione can be very black and white in what she's thinking. And I can, I get where she's coming from where like this really is life and death, but like at this point in time, they don't know that like the other students don't know that. And I, I just, I don't, I get, I think Hermione (laughs) foresaw that like she
2: knew
1: someone would do something.
2: And so at the end of the day, somebody, I can't remember who in the chat said this, but at the end of the day, is it, a scar on your face or a life lost. Somebody brought that up. Megan.
1: I think that, I think that this situation is meant to have both of these sides. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. um, Like this whole situation. Like, yes. That ethics question. What? It's, it's like the ethics question. Like there's, yeah. You know, two sides to be seen. And and I think that, like, because you guys are talking, like, Harry doesn't have anything to lose. And, like, Hermione, she her parents are muggles, so they don't truly understand. But, like, Ron, Fred, George, and Jenny get it. So, I, yeah. I like, I just think that, yes, this is a lot to put on 15, 16, 17-year-olds. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's how all of them it's how all of them viewed Dumbledore's army and Hermione couldn't have told anybody that there was this threat because it would have completely undid the point of it. You know what I'm saying? Like how many people would have even wanted to join Dumbledore's army had, I, I don't know. Well, it's just like,
2: it was after a breakout though. I mean, they they know that right. things are heating up. Sure. I feel like that's common knowledge that the kids in the D a, knew that they were trying to protect themselves because they weren't learning that in class.
0: Yeah. I think part of it though is we're still like when they first signed this, we're still on that climate of she might not have believed Harry. You know what I mean? Like the there's still students there. I mean, you see Percy, like they still and I'm not mm. saying what all of this is right or anything. I'm just like pointing out like there are still people that didn't believe that that Voldemort was back. And they want to believe in their government, which like in a perfect world, you should be able to believe them. You should be able to mm. look at your government and they're going to be the ones telling you Protecting the truth, you. the facts, yeah. everything that you need to know. History has told us Instead, that
1: that's not true, though.
0: Correct. She's saying in a perfect world. In a perfect world. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, 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 and yeah. and when you're 15, 16 years old, you you might not necessarily realize <coughs> that I'm talking so much that I can't. breathe not really just my throat is scratchy passionate i just i i don't do i like what marietta did no it's more so that i i don't i just don't think that punishment fits the crime do i think that she hermione should have done maybe something different i just the type of person that like for me ethically wise i i don't think that the means justify the ends where like you'll you'll you're willing to do Anything and everything, if it gets the end result that you want, I'm not that type of for person. For the greater good, I'm just not. I there are things that I would never do. Mm. Like I would rather s- s- suffer. I don't know. Step I don't know. The I also don't. I've never been put in the situation where I True. have to fight for my life against a Voldemort person. True.
2: at At the end of the day, I think what we have to remember is that Harry, Ron, Hermione, mm-hmm. the twins. Jenny are dealing with adult situations and the rest of the kids in the DA are not. And I think that's where we can get hung up in our thought process about this is that those were kids. We talked about this before. Those are kids acting as kids dealing with kid issues, you know, in their mind. Yeah. There's a threat out there but a lot of this is theoretical that I'm going to have to protect myself someday, especially with what certain parents are saying, with what the newspapers saying and the media and all of that. And Harry, Ron and Hermione and, you know, the rest of the Weasleys are on a, a different end of this. And they're both viewing this same practice in completely different ways. Well, if you even
0: look at the be, earlier in this chapter when Lavender or they're talking about Patronuses. And Harry's so being like, pretty. I really wish we had a bogart that could turn into a Dementor. And she's like, well, why would that? Like, that's scary. But like for him, Harry's like, yeah, it I wasn't think. fun. But that's how I learned to really create one. Right. And um, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. They're viewing like it, you it as children. children it. They're viewing it as an adults.
1: Yeah. Go, May, go. Um, I really liked what Kara said a while back in the chat, too. Um, sure. Where if... She said, I think if Umbridge had threatened Marietta in any way or used Veritaserum, we would have heard about it in one way or another in the story because that would be a very important incident and would further show Umbridge's character, which I do agree with. But obviously, we're we don't know. But I do agree that if that happened, I think that we would have found out about it through Cho or something because like Harry and Cho do have a short conversation about this at a later time but like and on, on on top of that like i also want like a lot of people are like oh mayor like this is hermione versus marietta we also have to remember that like this was not specific to marietta anybody who would have betrayed the da this would have happened to and it doesn't i mean we don't know anybody's situations, really, except Harry, Ron, Hermione, the twins, Ginny. Like, the, really, those are the only characters that we can even have any full rounded picture of. So, like, mm-hmm. had this even happened to Cho, like, okay, we know a little bit about her, but we really know nothing in comparison to, like, the trio and the Weasleys. But, like, Hermo- at the end of the day, Marietta knowingly broke the contract. Yes, she didn't know Really, what she was signing, but this totally is on point for Hermione's character because she's totally righteous with what she believes is right versus wrong and would literally do anything for her friends. And as Tiffany said, she's dealing with this situation as an adult, even though she's only Mm -hmm. 16 years old. And Marietta very clearly is not dealing with this like an adult because she really didn't even Mm -hmm. want to be a part of the DA. Correct. But in Hermione's mind, why would you put your name on this piece of paper if you weren't serious about it? That's how Hermione thinks. That's just yeah, Hermione's mind. I'm not like saying. And I good think she was doesn't mean it's
0: right. No, but she was one track with. Yes, this. absolutely. I think that's one of Hermione's. False though. It is indeed. She can be very narrow minded and very black and white, and that's not how the world works. It's true. But um, I do also. There's so
1: many different sides to this. There, there y'all. really is. It, but I, I'm just saying, I can see where Hermione is coming from in this situation. And at. Of course. I think 16, we all can. I think that's fair to say. At 16, in like, my mind, I probably would have been like Hermione. I don't know how that makes me or what type of person that makes me, but I probably would have done the awful. same thing as Hermione. <laughs> Me. it makes oh you awful no, I'm because i kidding. i would have been like in my mind i'm thinking be, because you're taking it seriously I, and i know that i'm 30 now but say that i was in this situation and the world is now though like hold on how do i word this and the in the world is how it is now but when i was 16 mm-hmm. and say i'm <sighs> like fighting for my rights as an lgbt person right I would Mm -hmm. have taken the same precautions as Hermione to defend my family community as she did to defend her family community. If if their livelihood, their rights were on the line and there was something that we could do to fight together behind the back of other people, even at 16, I would have taken this incredibly seriously and I would have done exactly what Hermione did. And I I think that, like, I, I get what you're... I totally understand your point of view, Sarah. I just think that it's really... It's just a really difficult situation to talk about because there's so many factors that go into it. It's just, like, in Hermione's mind, this was literally life or death. And obviously Marietta did not view it that way. And uh, right. obviously a lot of people in the DA didn't view it that way. Like lavender. Cause we saw her for that brief second be like, Oh no, that's scary. You know, just like you said. And it's like, I don't know if that makes sense, but
2: I also want to bring up this and I don't know if we've really touched on this too much is that, So with whatever Marietta was hearing from her family and from the media, we can almost make an argument for her that she, in her mind, we talk about what Hermione was doing in hers. She, in her mind, was doing the right thing by going to Umbridge. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. we can say that. She could have fully been thinking that this is the right thing to do. My government says this. My family says this. I need to make sure that, you
0: know, they're found out. And she thought she was right. Maybe she wasn't thinking, oh, get him in trouble. You know what I mean? I don't I don't think she was thinking along the lines of like let's get them in trouble right. I think she was she was scared worried yeah. about For her, her family yeah. and like Brandon pointed out like fear is very powerful Heck it's a yeah. very powerful emotion and would you do times, anything like, you people, could to protect people people in power prey on that they prey on your fear and then they're gonna tell you lies mm. about it that are gonna make you then be like oh my gosh all of these things are happening they Not love division in this case but they love time, division like. yeah They thrive on it. Yes. So just open your eyeballs to that. Mm. Let's hear from Katie.
3: Um, I'm going to approach it as a puff. I've been reading some uh, lots of comments, but so on one hand and as a Libra, of course, on one hand, Mm -hmm. I've got the loyalty factor. You mess up with that. That's a hard line that you cross, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Loyalty is Mm -hmm. very important. And then on the other hand, is my compassion going, she was scared. She probably, like you said, was thinking she was doing the right thing. I don't think she was trying to just like straight up get people in trouble. I think she went in there kind of timidly and was like, I mean, she didn't straight up go, Harry Potter's got an organization going on. She went in there and said, if you check here, you might find something. And then was coerced into um, divulging more. So, like, I'm stuck in between those two, which, like, really sucks because I want to have, like, a straight up opinion on this. But I don't know if there is a right answer
0: to this at all.
2: We don't have enough information. No. To kind of Even make that. Also, if you
0: did. Is there? My my only thing is, like, my you know, biggest thing is I just, I just don't like. The permanence of it. I just it. don't like the, pun- the permanence yes. of it. And like, even if it was just like for a while, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's just not, it's not, that's just not my personality. I can't, I can't imagine doing that to someone, even if I like hated them. You know what I mean? That's just not who I am. I'm not the type of person that would like do something like that. So I just can't understand it regardless of what they've done. They could be literally the worst human on the planet. Um I was going to say something and I won't, but All right. <laughs> Go ahead, I just
1: wanted to say that a lot of what I said before, I <laughs> as soon as we started talking about this, I went on to our Swish and Flick group on Facebook because there have been so many discussions since we first started talking about the Marietta Hermione thing. And there were a lot of really good points made and what I pulled from and I had commented on it and said this was so eloquently put was Mandy. Um, Mandy Cohen had said a lot of those points that I said so I just wanted to give her credit for that but um, I I just think that it's important to remember that like there are so many sides to this and so many um, reasons why you know yes Marietta was clearly scared of her mom losing her job and like she cared in her mind her family and personal life is more important than the DA which makes a lot of sense because Marietta we never even heard of her until the DA, like we never even knew who she was. So Mm -hmm. like, clearly it's not like she has a super huge role in the war and all in her parents. I I don't know if they do, like we really don't know. Whereas like, yeah, Ron and you know, the Weasley's dad works in the ministry and they could really not give a care in the world. If, if, Umbridge was going to pressure them into talking because like they know already that their dad would be like DA's important we get it you know what I mean mm-hmm. so it's just like it's just hard it's and I think life. that like the punishment that is just Hermione and I know that like yeah it's it's rough excessive. it's it's excessive <laughs> but I just think but it now, fits think her like personality she- Mm -hmm.
0: that's just something she's now going to have to live with for the rest of her life. So, like, say she lives to be 150 like Dumbledore. So for 100 and, what, 34 years, she has to look every single day at that face, that choice that she decided to go, maybe thinking she was doing the right thing by making sure her parents weren't going to get in trouble and we don't know what happened in that room and see these scars on her face or, like, maybe she had kids and like, why do you have scars on? You know what I mean? Like, you just... Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> when you're that young and you made a decision, <clears throat> literally, I think God is punishing me for talking so much. Hold on, <laughs> okay. I have to sip some tea. <laughs> oh my lord! Only because that's what I'm actually drinking. <clears throat> but like, I. That's just something she made a choice when she was like 16 years old, where we all sometimes, and honestly, this is talking about Hermione too you make choices when you're 16 that like there are things i did when i was 16 that i wouldn't necessarily do now yeah where even if i was doing something Mm -hmm. like hermione at 16 maybe at 26 probably would do something similar but maybe not make it so permanent or do a different (coughs) punishment i'm literally dying (coughs) i maybe that's your cue to stop talking
1: I think, too, that we just need to remember at the end of the day, no 16 year old should be put in the position that these kids were put in. And Hermione and Hermione did the best that she could to protect Harry, given the position she was put in. Not saying that it was the perfect decision, but she did in her eyes the best that she could to protect Dumbledore's army and that was what she came up with and it's it's just it's a sucky Mm -hmm. situation on both sides
0: yeah yeah and and really from my what i'm viewing marietta did that for her family i can't fault her for that but at the same time i'm not saying i like that she did it i just don't i just i just really really hate the punishment it's like 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 a lot like it makes me want to vomit marietta (laughs) did it
3: for her, her family hermione did it for hers you know what i mean it's like yeah. they were both doing mm-hmm. it it's, for the same um,
1: thing, and it's like... Kind of like they're about to be in a war or something. Yeah, right? Oh, you would think. Mars is bright tonight. What else do you got, Sasa? Yeah.
0: And it is noticed, like, the next book that um, she still has the scars on her face. So, uh, Any hoosies let's go back snuck. to the book. There is an article that um, mm-hmm. I didn't read from the WizardingWorld.com. That's like for and against um, what happened to Marietta. Although you know, it doesn't have a picture of her because she wasn't in the movies. Sad tweet. <clears throat> but um, you can go ahead and read it if you guys want to. We've already talked about it to death. True
1: I'm kind true. of surprised they didn't put this in the movies.
0: I don't know. It's I think seems... they would have to have like a whole another character, and then like but they could have had show have have time was on spent on. Prop. Yeah, but maybe they didn't want to had to do the makeup. I don't know. Like that's why weird. like in in honestly like in <laughs> Hamilton um uh who's in it? Um Thomas Jefferson and mm-hmm. who's the other guy? I can't remember. Um they're the ones like in the play that find out about the affair when in actuality it was like totally other people, but he was like I wasn't going to like add like random guys like mm-hmm. in the next scene. He's like so I just tweaked it. So they were the ones that found out <clears throat> any who's So to or nope it says fudge fudge tells marietta that what she did was brave and a good thing and he asks her more questions about the meeting she told umbridge about marietta wouldn't speak she was terrified her face is going about to suffer more damage than it already has is that that's kind of like what is assumed um fudge then asks about a counter curse but it turns out that there isn't one that they have found yet but don't worry umbridge can tell the story from there And that's the end of this section. I want to commend. We'll continue the conversation. I want to commend this
3: group for having a what's the word? I'm like a constructive conversation about opposing views. It was good.
0: It was good good. job, guys. Well, let's talk about it some more. (laughs) We will. (laughs) You know, (laughs) we will.
2: So you you gathering stuff. You gonna do it right this time?
0: Do we know who won the house cup? Oh, is it my? Oh,
1: oh, sorry, I didn't know that you were done.
0: I was like, "What are we waiting for?"
2: We're (laughs) waiting (laughs) for May.
1: Well, the house cup isn't over. We have to wait until the lightning round. I thought somebody
2: got a bingo. Well, No, it's
1: going to go through the whole episode now because it it has to do with like (gasps) people's involvement in the chat. We award it after the bingo. Bingo just gives a big bulk of points to the person who gets it. So, um,
0: hold on, let me... S- are we, wait, are we gonna do it before or after we plug our other projects? It's gonna be before it's the It's gonna the be right story. after the lightning
1: bolt round. I'm gonna announce the house cut. Before the... Before it...
0: I thought you said it goes through the whole thing. I'm confused. So am well, I. Well, it doesn't stop. Just it it goes doesn't the whole stop episode. when someone
3: wins bingo. It goes through until we announce it, which is right after the lightning bolt round.
0: I love layup. What?
3: <laughs> <laughs> And Vinny just said I'm correct, so that's law.
2: What is are you going through? <laughs> it's from Anchorman. No, the, uh, Steve Carell's character. I think
3: Bingo Vinny goes to through I until... <gasps> it doesn't. Points don't stop with Bingo. why Points go all the way through, but Bingo helps. You know,
0: we're turning so we into... All the way through um, until after what's
3: that show? The Lightning Bolt round. Whose that's line, line is award. it anyways? You know what I
2: think you should do? <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> but do you know what I think you should do? I think you need to... Get um, a tick of a talk, and I think you need to like act out characters. I'm too oh, you know, like, old no, t- you're t- not. And,
0: and I'm not saying anybody my age or older than me is too old. I'm saying, me personally, I am too old for TikTok. But I like when the you word. spell it incorrectly because you spell out the word tick, space, but and That's what would make
3: your TikTok so funny. Is it both K's?
0: No, it's T O C T. Wait, T I C T O K. No, it's T I K T O K. Whatever. See? <laughs> I can't do it. I, I thought it was K. I can't sing no more sad songs.
3: Anyway, lightning bolt
2: round. Okay. I'm old enough to know about
1: one, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Okay. Jimmy or Marchismo asks. Margie's Does out. a wizard and a centaur make a satyr? That is a wonderful is.
3: question. Uh-huh. A, satyr isn't a satyr is that dude from Lion Witch in the Wardrobe.
0: Oh. Hey, but it, oh isn't he a isn't he a like part goat? It is
3: goat. A lot so of no. <laughs> no, aren't they part goat? <laughs> oh, but it's a horse. Ah. <laughs> I kept spelling satire. That's not how you spell it. Hmm. Then I guess... No.
1: (laughs) That's interesting. That's funny. I don't know. I like the... I like the concept.
0: Okay. Yeah. 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 What is that? Oh, I will say, according to the internet... um, when I googled it, it said uh, with Greek mythology, one of a class of lustful drunken woodland gods in Greek art they are represented as a man with a horse's ears and tail, but in Roman representation it is a man with a goat's ears, tail, and legs and horns. So it all depends on who you want to believe, the Greeks or the Romans. I always think of um family guy when he's like, Gimme back my sack. Ya goat. Beep <laughs> Peter Griffin, ah. Um. Next
1: question is from Jimmy Puffin
0: Norris. Puff puff, Jess. <laughs> wait, wait, Jimmy, Jimmy Puffet. Puffet. I love she it. Sat on her curds and <laughs> whey. I once asked, "I'm like, I wonder if the name ever calls him Jimmy Buffet." I would. And if Jen I knew. thinks of that often.
1: <sighs> um. So. Jess asks, Have you ever had a teacher like Ferens who changed your worldview?
0: I want to say I have, but I don't remember. No. <laughs> I had a teacher. Not that I remember, so apparently. Who not.
3: inspired my career choice in a positive way. Same. That's good. Like, I set me on that path, you know?
1: Yeah. No. I had some good teacher teachers. That made me really like English. Yeah, I mean, I've had some good teachers, but I don't know if they've necessarily ever changed my worldview. I think, if anything, they just kind of like made me believe things that I already did stronger. Does that make sense? I feel like my friends are my greatest teachers. Like my
2: friends have changed my worldview. I don't know why you're laughing at no, that. Yeah, I get. That. I think that that so I that, think that I friends that tend
1: to be. Uh more, what's the word I'm looking for? Influential. There you go. Yeah. I'm an influencer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is to me. I just feel like my friends are like, I say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, learn a lot. But I don't disagree. Honestly, I think like once I went to college and be- had like friends that um I didn't, like, you know what I mean? Like friends from like other cultures and like religions and Obviously, of different races. Um, my eyes—not where like I wasn't super sheltered because like I, I was—I went to high school and there were people. Well, it was all female, but um, we did have girls from like other cultures and religions and stuff there. But really, like once I became friends with Jen, my eyes were opened a little bit more, and I was like, "Oh, other people are like cool too." <laughs> not saying that other people in high school weren't cool, but yeah, I'm the coolest though for sure. And seven years ago, the choir that I was in <laughs> kind of did you that to me. That?
1: There are a I lot, my shirt. <laughs> a lot of kids from a lot of different cultures and a lot of different types of families and all kinds of things that like, I never would have learned, I never would have learned about had I not been in that choir. So, yeah. Choir. Um, next question comes from Inquisitorial Jilly. Is it Gilly or Gilly? God, do I always ask that and I can never remember. Just like I can never remember Gilly. Mia or Gilly. Maya, but I actually do remember that. Yeah. now. think of Gillyweed. It's Gilly? Or think of Gilly. Gilly from oh, Okay good. I was right the first time. Uh, yes, See, knew- from her. Ah. Um would you feel differently if they sneak was removable or faded after she was found out?
3: Yeah, <sighs> yes. I'd be more I'd be able to make a decision much easier, like a hard decision. Yeah,
1: agreed.
0: Uh, even if it was just I don't know. like I'd have to, I'd have to, a week. I'd have to know all the specifics. <laughs> I don't know, my lord. <laughs> I can't, I can't fully answer that. But that's a very Sasa answer. True, I would
1: not feel differently because I'm still on Hermione's side.
0: <laughs> yikes, Aru. I
1: don't. I, know so,
0: yikes are I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> it's all right. I want to say it so bad. <laughs> I mean, really, there's nothing wrong with what we I say. Know. I just don't know. I don't know. Okay. We could say it and see how people feel about it. Nah. Okay. It could be just a you and I thing. <laughs> okay.
1: I like this question.
0: Amy <laughs> Lou <Mary laughs>
1: Sue asks, it seems mm-hmm. like Cho ended up in the same situation with Marietta, that James and Lily had with Peter. Do you think that this is part of Harry's reaction to her after the fact?
0: Read it again. I think it's totally different degrees. <gasps> Read
1: it again. I have to hear it again. It seems like Cho ended up in the same situation with Marietta that James and Lily had with Peter, like betrayal. Do you think that this is part of Harry's reaction to her after the fact?
3: I think Harry uh, believes in some mad I loyalty, uh, if you want to break it down to that. The betrayals are a
0: smidge different. <clears throat> I think it's... <laughs> completely different and I don't know if he was even thinking about that mm. I think he was more
1: I Harry, think Harry's he, a
0: pretty selfless person I think and I and think he was expects, more worried about like he didn't want like he he went into that night of like them running being like if I had to get caught and be the one like he would not have read it out any other person you know what I mean true, true. so like he he was thinking more. I think more so of like all the other students not super like she's like the Peter of the group. Cause I think it's just a little bit different. <clears throat> yeah. I don't, I don't like, know. Like he I, literally sold his friends out to die within, wasn't it days of becoming the secret keeper?
1: Mm, I, think so. I think so. Um, I just think
2: Harry in general doesn't like people like that. You know what I mean? Straight up.
0: Who doesn't like? Well, and I think too, he's he has a different mindset. Harry doesn't like people like that. Got it.
2: Like liars and things like this. Like that's that's like he has no time. Who likes liars? He's the chosen one.
0: (laughs) I love a good liar. (laughs) I love liars. Um, I think for Harry, like we were talking about earlier, like the mindset of like where Marietta's mind is versus where Harry's is, and Harry, this entire book is like not understanding why majority of like the people around him and, like, the the prophet and the ministry, like, nobody believes him and, like, all these things are coming true and, like, not coming true, but, like, about Voldemort being back <clears throat> and all of this. Mm. So he's he's in the mindset of, like, we need to take this seriously, we need to go be due where, like, Marietta's like, I don't know. I don't want to
2: go, I don't want to be and I don't want to do.
0: Yeah. Kinda. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Yeah, Harry's very firm in what he believes and when he wants to do something he wants to do it right now
0: he's Who not else does it sound like
2: me me me
0: says tiffany <laughs> but in truly, a white
2: little voice i listen
0: sometimes i'm like that then there's some when i I'm get like, something in my no. head i want to let's let's do it let's go when tiffany has something in her mind she's like why wasn't it done three weeks That's ago Meg, dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah man i just like which is why they get frustrated with me where I'm like, can we just like sit on this for a second and like really no, think about it? And then, no. They literally, they they get mad at me. You said no the same. They don't, they don't care for Listen, uh, when I saw
2: Martinius Omelie at a party, I said, girl, I'll get you that.
0: How long, how long was it until you actually dated him from the first time you met him?
2: A year, exactly. <laughs> no, that's a lie. It was more than a year because it was the same birthday I had met him again. And then, like, the next month we were together
0: forever. Whose birthday?
2: I don't want to say on this podcast because I don't particularly care for that person. Oh, okay. I'll tell you later. It's
0: okay. you know, fine. Because I'm thinking, like, when you said birthday, I was thinking, like, yours and Marty's. I was like, wait, no, no, that doesn't make any sense.
2: No. Because they knew when they got birthdays. together. Ha ha ha. Martinius Romali.
0: Yo, anniversary. Oh my gosh, this comes out your weekend of anniversary. What? <laughs> happy five years. Happy of anniversary. anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. I better happy get happy diamonds. I better happy get happy I better God. <laughs> uh, Five years. What wedding thing is that? I don't know. It's going to be diamonds in this house. <laughs> <laughs> on my neck,
1: neck. I was up a grip.
0: no literally so long
2: story short our tv died like a week ago almost exactly i think and um so marty went out and bought a new very nice tv and i said hold up does this mean uh tv over diamonds because i want another diamond ring it matches my wedding band Whatever I was supposed to get on five years because that's what he said, and I politely reminded him of that. And he said, "Well, what would what would make the family happy?" And I said, "A happy wife <laughs> that would make the family happy." Traditionally,
0: what Give is the, the five year anniversary gift symbolizing the durability of your relationship? Wood. Wood. Is it wood? Whoop. It's wood.
3: Mm-hmm. I like
0: doing those. Yeah,
3: we do them
2: every year. We do them. They're fun. Yeah, first one was paper, so I gave him a coupon for a back rub. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, you give me a back rub. Correct, cuz he doesn't like those. Mm-hmm. <sighs> is that is that uh, is that the lightning bolt? Any more questions, Megan? Or is that over? Um we're done. <laughs> okay. Who
1: now, what? I like that. The, house, the house cup is officially over, and gosh oh. darn it, Ravenclaw won. Ravenclaw! <laughs> hey!
2: <laughs> Spray paint your abs on. Spray paint your abs.
3: <laughs>
2: how many abs does a centaur have? I literally looked up,
3: do horses have abs? And I was inconclusive. I think they do have abs, but I couldn't see, like, how many. The dad is just not there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Look at that <them> eagle. <laughs> I like an eagle. um
3: Yum. Congratulations, Ravenclaws. You're Ravenclaw. That's, I almost.
0: Schwa. I almost a swear. Oh my god. We're Bev, <laughs> in the end of this episode. Uh, ooh, I, I like that clause. The law. In America. Heck yes, my friends. All right. Da-da. Do you want to tell
3: me a fan story? Da-da. Da-da. Yeah. Da-da. Da-da. Okay. This week's fan story comes from Ann Olson. I hope I said that right. Hi, Ann, Ann Olson. A Ann O. <laughs> Hello she says hi girls thank you for a great podcast and for resembling the best people on earth in the swish and flick podcast (gasps) group oh oh, Oh, my goodness thank you and when i was about 10 years old the philosopher's stone movie had just been released and i fell in love with it just like many other kids my age i started reading the books and became obsessed to a point where me and my childhood friends tried to convince ourselves that the wizarding world was actually real and J.K. Rowling was actually an Azkaban for writing these books, <gasps> telling all the Muggles the truth. <laughs> ah, that's amazing. Of course, in her place, the Ministry of Magic had put someone who drank Polyjuice Potion to look like her and who had, agree- had agreed to spend their life in ensuring the Muggles that the books were pure fiction. Yeah, sorry, J.K. Rowling. When I was a kid, I always felt different and I never felt like I belonged anywhere. Thus, why Mm -hmm. Harry Potter was so important to me since I could relate to Harry under the stairs and I knew for sure that I belonged at Hogwarts. I was a very depressed kid, but the books taught me, despite all the bullies, that being different didn't necessarily mean being broken, rather the opposite, in fact. I learned to embrace my personality and I learned that going against the stream was okay. When I became a teenager... I got obsessed with the idea of belonging somewhere. I had put Harry Potter behind me and once again, I felt captured in an ordinary world. I changed my mind a million times regarding what I wanted to do with my life since pressure from friends and family to take the safe road in life and create something stable for myself affected me a lot. When I discovered your podcast and rediscovered my love for the wizarding world, I was reminded of who I am. I am different and I do not have to fit into a box or belong anywhere. I decided to take the risk and change my life completely. I just landed my dream job as a researcher of uh, marine biology, and I will be moving to Iceland <gasps> soon. Hey. So cool. What? It is That's so cool. It is terrifying and exciting and so far away from anything I know. I will it's have to leave. Though. Yes, I will have to leave my friends and family. But no matter where I go, I always have you girls in our Facebook group in my pocket. And that gives me courage. I'm a Slytherin and my Patronus woo, woo, woo. is a mole. I checked twice. <laughs> <laughs> a special shout out to any Icelandic <clears throat> swishers out there. If on your way you see a confused-looking ginger-haired girl who struggles with your language, please. She is me and she would love for you to prevent her oh, <laughs> love from annals.
0: Ann It's so awesome. Dude. I hope you're enjoying. Well, all right, I don't know when you sent this to us, but I hope if you're in Iceland, you're enjoying it. Yes. Yeah. Iceland's
3: gorgeous, and this story is gorgeous. I love I love this. I love. We um, just do
0: you everything you
3: said. Yes, I am different, and I do not have to fit into a box or belong anywhere. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I feel like warm and fuzzy now. I know. I love that story. Oh, I'm gonna take that with me all also, week. Also,
1: Slytherins for the win. That's quite the Slytherin move. To yes. just, like, <laughs> to just That's awesome. move to Iceland for your dream job. So cool. I love it. So cool. Th- I found and if we come our Facebook group. If we come to Iceland, I would like to see a beluga whale.
0: Yeah. And a puffin. Are they up <laughs> there? I don't want to see any whales. What? Whales scare me. Oh, I don't like so cool. like the thought of going whale watching gives me high anxiety yeah they're huge and i don't want them to to bother me and i don't want to land
3: on you yeah that is terrifying
0: i I also don't like
1: it want to say (laughs) i would not eat fish there no i
0: would not she doesn't eat fish doesn't matter where i'm
1: at they're called fish
3: i also want to say excuse me to Anne and to anyone else that if she or you or anyone decided to again just change your life completely that is a thousand percent okay (laughs) Yeah, even if Mm -hmm. you'd already done it once Mm -hmm. or twice or three or a million times before, it's fine. You do you. You do you. Booze. I love it. Ready for to be confused with boo? Right. A ghost, as in Halloween. You ready for a joke? Yeah. This one's a little different from my normal joke, Mm. but it's still from the same book. Mm. So pay attention. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Remember. Wizards who drink polyjuice potion are people too.
0: Wait, say it again? What? Like two people. Uh-oh. Remember,
3: wizards who drink polyjuice potion are people too.
0: <laughs> Kathy. <laughs> oh my I God. I have a sneaking joke. Yeah.
4: Oh did Lord. you just Google a joke?
0: <laughs> I did. Oh, I, had... I Googled sneaking jokes. <laughs> Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> The best armor for sneaking is leather armor because it's made of hide. Oh. You are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, there are some that have like profanity.
2: Oh, This joke making
0: things.
3: Uh. Sasa found a bad one.
2: I just read the last part. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, <clears throat> that one's not going to be read.
0: This one I don't get. What kind of footwear do robbers use for sneaking around? Probably Nike or Adidas.
2: Uh, downvote that crud. <laughs>
0: do you have a phobia of intruders sneaking into your home? You're not alone. <laughs> oh, I don't like that.
3: Oh, Jimmy Wazlip says because they're sneakers. Uh,
1: Oh. oh.
0: Womp, (laughs) womp. (laughs) Good times, man.
1: Meg, give me some social media action. All right. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Our channel is called Swish and Flick Podcasts. I'm shocked. You're shocked? Yeah. Oh, God. How can it have the same name as everything else? I understand. That's funny. Okay. (coughs) You can also find us on social media. On Facebook, we are Swish and Flick Podcast. And on Twitter and Instagram, we are at Swish Flick Cast. You can follow your hosts. Myself and Katie are on Twitter and Instagram at The Petrus Family. Tiffany is on Twitter and Instagram at Tiff underscore Flick. And Sarah is on Instagram at O'Malley with three H's. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram and turn notifications on in case we go live before episodes sometimes so that you can join us on our lives. They are fun. If you love this podcast and want to support us and be a part of it, you can join us on Patreon. We have different levels that you can donate to us monthly that give you all sorts of perks that range anywhere from gaining access to our Discord channel, to listen live every week while we record, to get our monthly, um, nope, not monthly, our two times a month, bonus podcast called the Felix Bios. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't know what is wrong <laughs> with me today. Um Bimonthly? Is that what you were looking for? Yeah, bi- or monthly. twice a monthly. Yeah, whatever. You guys know what you mean. Twice a monthly. Yeah. Um Puff Pastry, which is about to drop. <gasps> and then our YouTube live Q and A's. The first one will take place in November. So be on the lookout for that. Anyway, if you are interested make sure that you find us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash swish flickcast to Support us. Thank you to all of our current patrons. I just
2: I just really want to know where my griff pastry Doesn't exist.
0: <laughs> doesn't exist. Yours would be like Griff yeah. Gryffindor goodies. Oh cute. Or so like, like anytime Tiffany be and are in the kitchen together. Well really it's <gasps> like Sarah's cooking and Tiffany's just sampling the griff goodies. Grub. Ravenclaw what? The Ravenclaw Ramen noodles. I haven't had ramen in a long time, and I, you know else I also haven't oh, had sushi claw creations. Uh, oh, that's cute! Claw. Oh, hmm. rave ramen claw, ramen <laughs> ramen claw. I like
2: that. We're gonna make
3: something. Craven Raven. <laughs> <laughs> snake claw. claw.
0: Snake snacks.
3: Oh, oh snake oh, That is cute.
0: That almost like sounds like uh, Shake Shack. Snake Shacks. Snake Shacks. <laughs> Snake, Snake Shacks. shacks. <laughs> hey. Snake Shack University. Snack Snake Shacks are something that terrifies <laughs> Megan.
3: <laughs> oh, true. I uh, uh, hate oh, that God, one. God, that's funny. Oh, okay. Tiff. Yeah. Give me something you're doing. Um
2: I got a new to me treadmill. <laughs> No, but it actually has been really great because it's been raining almost every single day here. So I've been walking on my treadmill after my lifting. Fozzie's not a fan of it, though. He's currently cuddling it right now, but I think that's just out of necessity. Uh, But yeah, I got a treadmill. It's been fun. And I've been
3: watching The Office while I walk. (laughs) That makes sense because you've been making puns, and I appreciate it. I don't know. (laughs)
1: may um i have been working on growing my travel agency instagram page so if anybody's interested to follow me there it is ftj by megan and i can help you plan fun disney and universal trips There's a lot of good deals going on right now, obviously, because not a lot of people are traveling. But if you're interested to see the things that the parks are doing right now to help you stay safe, you can follow me on FTJ by Megan. And I try to post on there some of the things, um, some of the things that they're doing. So I will say I feel safer going to the parks than i do some other spots like the grocery store some days or target (laughs) so yeah Mm -hmm. oh somebody asks if they can get a bonsai update they're dead
3: (laughs) (laughs) the one is barely clinging to life (laughs) oh god Uh, You know there's even a puff in the house I'm supposed to like touch plants and like have The power of tafiti but no that is not An actual fact
1: (laughs) at all You know I lie okay so the ones that I was Growing from seeds have all died but we did Get one that was like a little bit bigger that I planted And it's still clinging on I'll take A picture of it but like I think I'm doing Something wrong I don't know yeah, you're killing. I this. just suck at plants. <laughs> I'm grateful that my mom does not suck at plants, and she's here right now, and she's basically been taking care of them, and they're all she, still like, alive. Has so. to come and revitalize everything back to life. Yeah, basically.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, the problem would be forget to water. Yeah. And Stand the Florida heat. <laughs> dead. <laughs> yeah. <Stand laughs> dead. Me.
3: Katie. Um, I started a new workout program that I'm really liking. And oh was the other oh and I got some new freelance work that I'm excited about. So if you have anything you need to be mm. designed, I would love to help you out. Um just hit up whimsy creative design at gmail.com. Doesn't matter what it is, if you're unsure if I'll do it, just ask me and I'll let you know if I will or not. And we'll probably do it. <laughs> It'll probably be a yes. <laughs> Sasa do tell Grif pastry. I need that design. <laughs>
0: um still biking and all of the usual things uh, are you over this, it huh? Sick of it no i just like haven't been feeling like mentally great the last two weeks so like mm-hmm. biking has been like a struggle um because i didn't want to lick it out of my bed I but i did it i biked 17 miles today um so i'll have to bike 23 in the next two days that i'm recording this to get to 50
2: how Bye. long does that take you
0: It depends. So like today, because I was like really slow. Yeah. 17 miles took me an hour and a half, which I normally can do 20 miles in an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, So it just depends. Like the other day, I did 15 miles in an hour. Um, So I don't know. But the weekend this comes out, it's my goddaughter's first birthday, which is insane to me. So um, happy birthday to wee little Hazel May. She's literally the cutest thing. Um, Is she? She is very cute. She's the cutest one-year-old I've ever met.
2: Yeah, that's
0: better wording. And me. she seems to like <laughs> me more than my niece does. Well,
2: that's because she doesn't know better.
0: <laughs> um, but other than that, just living life, trying to get through, and hopefully I will be in a better space mm-hmm. come November 14. Mm-hmm. Um, I did vote early this past week with my sister. She's like, you dragged me out, and I was like... I, we got up. Yes, it was early because we were there before it opened. And I'm like, and I bought you breakfast because I didn't want to go alone because I'm hate being going places that I've never been alone. Um, Did you have to go to the place downtown? Me, yeah, because you can only vote early down um at the Board of Elections, which is fine. And it really wasn't bad. I voted Nothing there for the primary. Like, it's not bad. Uh, um. The whole thing took an hour, but that was me getting there at 7.30. It opened at 8. So 30 minutes of it, it was us waiting for it to open. And then, like, once they opened, the line never stopped moving. Um, and I had seen this online, and I was like, that's weird. Not weird. I'm Like, I'd never heard of this before, but, like, someone was like, they had, like, a new voter, someone who had never voted before. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, like, clapping that for them. And then I had never seen this happen because, like, every time I go to vote, it's like, I'm guessing just everybody that's already had voted before
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: and I was like oh my god that's so cute that they were all like clapping for them I think that's sweet yeah yeah so that's, that's good. pretty much it I voted now you know future Sasa well everybody's listening to this in the future of me recording this so it's true happy birthday we little Hazel May happy anniversary to Marty and Tiffany thank you happy um, Appreciate it. we're yeah. gonna know the we're outcome like- of the
1: election when this comes out Maybe. I guess. don't know I just tried to use, use my laptop sure. as a touch screen. So we're fine.
0: <laughs> just. It's not it's The, not the end of guys. the day. I don't know, man. One of my best just friends be kind of people. is
1: in labor right now, too. So if you guys want to send, like, good vibes. <laughs>
3: All the vibes.
1: That'd be great. I can't wait to see this, babe. <gasps> I'm so excited. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: so freaking excited progressing slowly
1: but progressing was her last update (laughs) yeah thus is labor
0: also if there's anything you want me to watch or read i've watched like all my tv shows fruits basket the first (laughs) half of the second season is on hulu and i'm such like an awkward human being it was very emotional like they all had feelings and then i was laughing watching the show also kind of being like um but i enjoyed it so I have to wait for the second part of the second season to come out. I'm assuming it's going to come out in December. But um,
2: that. Wheel of Time show.
0: Yeah, I don't know when that's did it, <laughs> has that a date yet? What? Uh, there's an audio clip. I listened. It sounds like I'm really disappointed. I literally don't know. I um, have to finish the book. Yeah. I'm on the fourth one. I'm really enjoying it. I'm just reading it slower because I really read it most, more so when I'm Working, but not working because I'm not reading while I'm at work. Hey. Wink, wink. Um, and then also, so hopefully by now I'll finish the um, third court of thorns and roses. That was my stomach.
2: Oh, <laughs> thought it was my dog. <laughs> no. So what is this going to be for? For snakes and
0: snakes. Um, <laughs> or you could do for for centaurs and it's for centaurs, centaurs and choices. And
3: and <laughs> oh, oh, <no. laughs>
0: <clears throat> I thought I did something bad and I didn't
3: oh no. oh no for insquisitorial that's a horse of
0: a different color
3: for insquisitorial toots shoots and roots <laughs> <laughs>
0: for Ravenclaw send tweet for
3: hooves and claws
0: we for- did win so for Sasa's and her following Ravenclaw's fellow following you guys wow. did win the house cup all right, you yeah, cheated. Know what?
2: We'll do it. You
0: guys are cheaters. This is, it's we, it's for the trash birds. Oh. <laughs> we could do for for wine and whimsy, uh, what? wine and winning, winning wine. Oh my gosh! All right, it's for toots, shoots, and roots. <laughs> Tits, shits, and rits. Gotta say it like that. This is for tits,
2: shits, and rits. Okay. (laughs) That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening and don't let the muggles get you down.
4: (gasps) Amazing! Just my voice!
0: Like she's mad at Edgecombe. My lord's my, Lord, my ladies and my
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, Katie. Did you see that? Jimmy's in the chat? Get out. Jimmy is in I the did chat. See, I did see Jimmy. Jimmy!
0: Jimmy. Jimmy. Lots of Jimmy's. Katie's Katie's, Jimmy.
1: Katie's ex Lad. Wait, can I Lad
3: Can I say that I <laughs> I like texted my whole family and like tried to find out whatever his last name was because I can't remember and I tried to creep and I couldn't find anything, man.
0: the <laughs> just well, typed Jimmy under the internet. <laughs> Let's talk about the fact that there's Harriet and Tarriot, and now both of them, one has a Timmy and one has a Jimmy. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> We're going down, down, baby. <laughs> I don't
3: know.